So all my heavy hitters and lockdown defenders, welcome to Sports Talk with Coach and Kurt, episode 106, man. We back in the building, man, each and every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On all your popular platforms, you get your podcast from, I am your host, Coach Defense, alongside Coach Kurt. We are the misfits of the airways, back in your area, as always, man. And here in direct, live and direct, as only we know how, off a week of hiatus, man. I'm a little tanned, I'm a little different. Uh, I've been, been hanging out in Disney World for a week with my daughter, but uh, we back. We back, back like we never left, man. So, uh, Coach Kurt, what's going on there, there, good brother? How you feeling? Hey, man, I'm. Fi- I was about to say something. I uh, was about to say I something. Well, I'm laughing at two things. One, that clip, that Raiders clip, makes me laugh. Oh, that's hilarious. That's what I put it, on. It's, it. hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. From the the running back situation, the running back. Um, running back there and throwing it. And then I think that's Max Crosby who pushed him. And then when, is that Chandler Jones that caught yes, that? Yes. Chandler, and the way that is the slowest mush I have ever <laughs> <It's> seen. So- <laughs> he like sets it up perfectly. <laughs> but I, I, I give you a fun fact. That's Jacoby Myers that threw that pass. I was okay. That is that's a wide receiver, the former quarterback at North Carolina State, I believe he was. But, but converted get this, to a receiver. Yeah. he's on the Raiders now. Isn't that irony? <laughs> Karma the <is a> what? <laughs> like, and hey, listen, the moment he walked in the building, Mess Crosby looked at him like, <laughs> "Gotcha, bitch." Coverage did like that. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> but then I, I was, I was about to, I was about to make a comment uh, about one of our segments that we have coming up. But I'll wait and save it because the, the flyer, the, the graphic that you showed me, is too perfect to, to spoil it right now. Okay, I gotta, right, it's okay. gotta marinate. It's gotta. Okay. I want the people to savor it right now. So I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hold on to that joke. Okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. How you feeling? How you feeling uh, after fun in the sun with the family and everybody out and about? You looking good. You looking very Shamar Morris. You looking very Shamar Morris. Shamar Morris. I listen. I may feel. I may look like Shamar, but I'm, I'm, I'm tired like Red Fox. I'm gonna join you, Elizabeth. Yeah, out there in that, in that Florida heat. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's rough. That's a different level. That's a different level of heat right there. It that really is, is. And it just got progressively hotter as yes, yeah. Yeah. Listen, yeah. It's, it's you know it's hot when you see a cat with a soda. <laughs> <laughs> Under a tree with a with a Pepsi. Like, like man, listen, it's too hot. It's, it's too hot this when, when you see cockroaches with Capri Suns. Yes. <laughs> And them, them big hats, the big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, them COVID hats, the one yeah. that had them. Oh, no, really. <laughs> Sitting on ice cubes. <laughs> Shooting dice. <laughs> Even trying to get into the house, your house is too damn hot. <laughs> right, right, it's too hot. I can't do it. I can't do it, bro. Just give me, just give me ice cube and the COVID hat. I'm good. 
Yeah, you know, it's all really the cool. ice cream vans infested right now. Listen, it's so hot. <laughs> you got Jesus trying to take himself off the cross. Like, I can't do this. I, I can't, can't do this. this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might have died for your sins, but it's too hot. <laughs> your sins, your sins, hot. <laughs> uh, mm, mm, mm. Mary, Man. can I get some sunscreen? <laughs> <laughs> Give me something. SPF fifty, please. <laughs> SPF 50. Oh, made the devil say damn. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going back to hell when it's nice. <laughs> uh, y'all mother crazy up here. Right, it's too hot. Yeah, it's too hot. It's too hot. Sheesh. Oh, okay. This right. dog in hell is hot. Uh, Literally. Yeah, for real. Oh, man. man, so anyway, pardon us. We we like we've been off a couple of weeks, so we know we'll not act. Yes, um, yes, but yes. Uh, getting getting on topic, we got a lot of news and views to talk about today, man. We got an NBA uh, segment as always, top of the show, and uh, we got a new NBA champion. Uh, you know, I was wondering whether or not they were going to give us the bless us with uh, with that with that particular topic to open up the show. But uh, we're here now. <laughs> we're here now. We got a new NBA champion. And it's the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets have uh, gentlemen swept the uh, Miami Heat, and they are. Yes, they did. Yes, they, they did. Are, they are now the 2023 NBA champions. Yeah, um, it wasn't gentlemen though. They were. It wasn't none gentlemen like about but, it. But, yeah, they definitely yeah. didn't open the door for you. Bring your roses. Did <laughs> <laughs> nothing chivalrous. It was take any social, no social media pictures <laughs> at all. Nothing. We ain't doing nothing for the gram or the vine. <laughs> <laughs> no, left you stuck with the bill. All right, that. yeah, right. Yeah. I listen. I ain't even put the money on the nightstand after I left. <laughs> I ain't even locking the door. Just the door stay open. Door I'm just stay walking open. out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I ain't listening. I'm, 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 I'm so bad. I ain't even taking my shirt off first. <laughs> they didn't even uh, they didn't even take their pants down. They just uh, pulled a zipper down, yeah, belt listen, still. <laughs> listen. Through the hole. <laughs> you better get this hole, love. You better get this hole. <laughs> oh man. Oh geez. Okay. One hang okay. on my Kringleberry and I'm out. <laughs> 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 yes, one hingle McCringle, man. <laughs> Please don't touch me. Please don't touch right, me. No, that's Please it. Touch that's me. it. That's all I got. No, that's no all I'm giving me. you. No that's me. all I got. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. All right. All back right. to the show. Yeah, back, back to the, the show. show. Okay. But okay. like I said, the different Nuggets are, are uh are NBA champions, man. And uh it's 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 good and bad news. It's, yes. it's good news for the Nuggets, bad news for sports fans, because we witnessed our last competitive professional basketball game. <laughs> For another what four to five months? We're talking yep. July, August, September, October ish, about four months. Yeah. Before we yep. get basketball again. Um, but yeah, the, the Nuggets got it done. I don't think anybody going into the playoffs had them winning anything. No. no um, you know, they gave they would have probably the, they all one of the more disrespected one seeds had we ever saw in recent yes. memory for me. Um yes. but they but they were they were they were there all year. Like they were literally top of the top of either closer to the top or the top. Um, team in the West all year, you know, yeah, and you said um, that kudos to you. Want to give you your credit because you did uh highlight them throughout the year, and you brought up about 
Were they being disrespected? Uh, were they being overlooked? How consistent they were? And as you said, they were one of the most overlooked and unassuming number one seeds. I think, if memory serves me correct, did they ever lose the number one seed? Did they ever? Did they ever drop? Let's say after the 10, 20 games, did they yeah. ever? Well, I mean, once, were they once ever the not? No, yeah. they weren't. That's the thing. Okay, uh, they were once the dust settled. I mean, because you know we had a weird dynamic early on uh, when the Kings were at number one. Remember that? Um, right. The, 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 no, I lied. The Jazz, the Jazz were number one at one yes. point. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> early on, like you know, first fifteen games to your point, um, right. they were number one, and they uh, did that quickly faded. And then once quickly. they start, one day, once the people started to get their groove and started to get their sea legs, you know, you know, <laughs> quote unquote. They right. uh they they ascended to the top and they stayed there all year. Like they it was all them year. and Memphis pretty much all year battling one and two. I don't think Memphis mm-hmm. ever overtook them as one. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, but they were hanging in there, hanging in tough all year, and they're just you know, and I think what the issue is too with about Denver is that you know, they're in the market that they're in, yep. they're on they're on the western time slot, and you know, not a whole heaping lot of uh national coverage um early on, and then you get to the aspect of you know, talking about Nikola Jokic's game and this, that, and the third. And, you know, I mean, I mean, damn, the man averaged damn near triple-double the whole year. But, you know, people always, you know, run to the flash and dash, you know, run to the to the sexy athletic guys, you know, you, you know, looking at MB, looking at Giannis, looking at uh, LeBron and AD, you know, people of that ilk where, you know, it's 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 flashy, it's it's it looks nice, it's it's highly athletic. And they, you know, they fall in love with those things. But, you know, Yoga's just, he's just that dude, man. He's that blue-collar worker that comes to work every day, you know, and puts clocks in, puts in his tough eight hours, and he go home. And it's the same thing every night. You know, I'm going to give you 25, 10, 12, and, and 10, <laughs> you know. So, and, you know, for people that didn't realize he would be doing that, he showed that same mantra in, in, in a little bit of a ratcheted up facet uh, when he got to the uh, playoffs. You know, and you know when he got to facing up against Carl Anthony Towns and Gobert every night and giving him the business, then yeah. he turns around. Yeah. Then he turns around and gives DeAndre Ayton. I mean, I feel like he changed DeAndre Ayton's whole whole life. Like he went from yeah. a, a, a potential All Star to a to, to a G Leaguer. There you go. There you go. There you go. Then he then yeah. really he got to really the, the spotlight and the national attention when he went up against Anthony Davis and he won that matchup. Oh yeah, he you gave know. them the business too. You know, and it's weird too because when you get someone to finals and Yoga just performance, right? I feel like that he might have had his toughest matchup against Bam. Like uh, Bam is the most undersized dude he faced. Yes. in the entire playoffs, like Bam was the the one guy, the unassuming guy that was like, okay, yeah, it's not gonna be easy. It's not gonna be a tough. It's not gonna be a tough. Uh, it's gonna be a tough night every night. And he, you know, yeah. he slowed him down a, a, a little bit. You know, he kept him yeah. from uh, assisting at a high clip, but he still got his double-doubles every night. So, I mean, you know, what yeah. can you really say? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, kudos to them. You know, I'm I'm being a big Jamal Murray fan. Have been yeah. since the bubble. You know, yeah. he's, you know, I would like I said, I, it, I cringed and when he went down with that ACL. I'm sitting here watching the game on my te- television like, oh, no. And, you know, it's great to see him bounce back and, and come full circle and get back to that guy that I know he is. And, you know, he was the, you know, 1B to this train that rolled right over the league this year. Oh, he's a conductor. And B, uh, Jokic is the the train, mm-hmm. but Murray is the conductor. He is, you know, going back to our analogy of the engine and the driver, mm-hmm. Jokic is the engine. Okay. But without Murray, 
that car doesn't move. Murray uh, you're right. is you're, you're right. the driver of that 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 car, and he's a deadly number two. And, and I definitely see the difference um, and why they are impacted so much when he was injured. So that definitely makes sense to me now. I, I, I 100% agree with you with that. It, it's one of those things where you have to uh, understand that this is a duo and one without the other don't work. Mm. You know, it's one of those Peanut things. So, no jelly. Yeah, they're right. Nobody yeah. wants that. Nobody, nobody wants, that. wants that. No milk either. <laughs> <laughs> you know, peanut butter, no sandwiches, with dry bread, yeah. no milk. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, congratulations to them, man. Shout out to the yeah. to the Denver Nuggets for getting getting it done, man. Um, you know, I just feel like, you know, although I think they, they were the better team throughout, you know, mm-hmm. just to me, the hit was just under, un, overmatched. And I feel like they ran out of match. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, they were, uh, you know, they surprisingly, you know, and, you know, I mean, we, we, we wasn't even sure they gonna make it out of playing game and, uh, and they made it out of there and faced up against uh, the Bucks and they were, you know, dominant against them unsuspectedly dominant against the Knicks. You know, it took them seven games, although they're up three Oh, to get rid of the Celtics. So you have to think about this. They got rid of, they, they played two playing games. Mm-hmm. They, they beat the one seed, the four seed, the five, five seed, and the two seed. Two seed, yeah. To yeah. get to the yeah. finals. That's impressive. That's, look, that's that's a great season by anyone's standards. Yes, you didn't get the title, and of course, that's why you're playing. But when you look at going from the play-in, you look at knocking out the number one, the number two, and the number five, that's a very – that's what we call an improbable run. And I do believe, without a shadow of a doubt now – that the dust has settled. Jimmy Butler's hurt. He's injured. You know, and, I think it's twofold. And then we talk yeah. about this uh, in, um, in chat that I think it's he was I think he might have been hurt. But I think it was more mm-hmm. so the fact that he was burnt out. Oh, he's exhausted, man. That's a lot he of games. Because what? Let's say the the Celtic series went seven. Mm-hmm. The, the Knicks series went six. I believe. Yes. And then the the Milwaukee series went what? Five. Or six? Five or six. I and feel so like that's six. six. Yeah, so yeah. six. 12, 19, 21 games, bro. Mm, yeah. And think, about, and think about on top of that what had to happen because they also had to go against and fight. Um, that's 21 games that mm-hmm. they've had to play. And think about the emotion that Jimmy Butler had to um, execute and had to – uh, utilize every night. I mean, he mm-hmm. did a great job with the, hey, just keep it calm. But that makes even more sense now why he didn't get too high emotionally and too low because, it, man, you you played, think about it, you played almost a fourth of a season in yeah. a compressed schedule. Mm-hmm. 21 games and 21 playoff games where every game means a lot more. It's like playing oh. two games in one. Well, playoff oh. game is like two two regular season games. And think about it. Miami is at the bottom of the map. Yeah. So you're having to fly to Milwaukee. You're having to fly to Boston. You're having to fly to New York. You're having to cross over and fly to Denver. Yeah. And the 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 above sea level the atmosphere everyone knows that that's a great advantage for denver mm. but la showed it a yeah. lot of teams showed it when you go into denver and you have to play at that altitude that's why a lot of teams get there early because mm-hmm. your body has to adjust you feel like you have a weighted vest on 
and you're moving with concrete boots and you know that's a lot of man listen when you when you broke it down like that and we've counted the numbers now 21 games in this amount of time playoff basketball burned out is probably an understatement yeah yeah i, I just felt like he was burned out man i really yeah. do um because yeah. it's, it's just in just the manner about he which he was conducting himself in the finals like mm-hmm. I just really feel like he was burnt out and he was definitely running on fumes. Like, you know, to the point where he didn't he knew his team needed him to shoot. And, <laughs> and he, he wouldn't shoot. shoot. He wouldn't shoot. We talked about that last night. It's like, yeah. man, what I mean, th- I think he had what 13 points. To the fourth quarter, at least. I know he he went off about eight, 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 in, the eight in, in the fourth quarter, right. So yeah. Yeah, it was like two of ten or something like that before yeah. the fourth quarter. So it was like he was scared to shoot or too tired to shoot. Like he just, I can't even lift my arm. No legs. No, no legs. legs. No legs. No I mean, legs. and then like to your point, I think the ankle thing could play into it because we realized I ain't got no lift on his yeah. ankle and I'm tired. That's yeah, just a recipe yeah. for disaster, man. It's you almost know. like he had a date with Tiana Trump. Oh, God. <laughs> no legs. <laughs> None. None. The sucky bus herself. <laughs> Listen, we just flagrant today. I just, just flagrant. Like we both get fouled. We both got early foul flagrant fouls in this first podcast. If anyone out there watches this and is catching this replay, you will understand by the name we mentioned when we said no legs. You no understand legs. why. No, none at all. None at all. And you're not even like you're just, you're just okay with it. Like, yep, yep I'm you're, fine. You're in wheelchair. I'll be all right today. Want some Gatorade, Jimmy? Get that away from me. Right, right. Give me IV. I need an old priest and a young priest. There you go. In a nice Maybe. nightcap. Right. Yeah. Give me an IV and a sponge bath. I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. This is about to go off the right. rails. It, it, it's, it's, it's definitely going off the rails early. We ain't even good twenty minutes in. But yeah, I mean, you know, I, I mean, what can we say about the Nuggets? I mean, honestly, truly, what, what can we say? You know, I, I'm I, a believer. I, I, oh, I yeah, am listen, believer. listen. When mm-hmm. I, I was worried. I mean, I can say it now, yes. you know, because it's over. I was worried when the Lakers matched up with him because I knew. Mm-hmm. I knew once they mm-hmm. once they proven they could because the question the only question in the mark they had over their head was how, how well they perform in the playoffs because they had never been there. Like you had mm-hmm. a couple of guys that have been, you know, Kevin Love was a veteran, had been mm-hmm. there. Uh well, no, he's mm-hmm. on the heat. I'm tripping. He's on the heat. But um, but Reggie Jackson had been there, but he don't play. Um right. KCP was a champion, you know. Um yep. so you had a couple of guys that had been in the playoffs before, but I mean, hell, I mean, even Jokic and, and Murray have been in the playoffs, but they didn't make it far. You know, yeah. in a sense, um, you know, in certain perspectives, um, you know, they didn't make it all the way to the NBA Finals, obviously. So, right, right. You have As to. Matter of fact, thinking about that, have they? How many times have they been in the playoffs together, healthy? Since there was the first time since the bubble. That speaks a lot. Think about it. As much as they made the playoffs, they've mm-hmm. really never been healthy in fully. the playoffs. Fully, fully yeah. healthy mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Right. So yeah. So I think that was the that was the biggest factor. The fact they went to the playoffs healthy and they were the chemistry. I mean, the chemistry yeah. between the, the 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 core group, to say yes. the least. Um, because you have to you know have to include KCP, Bruce Brown, um, you mm-hmm. know Green, you know Aaron Gordon, oh. Aaron Gordon. Hats Man. off to him. Yeah. Hats hats off, sir. Hats off to Aaron Gordon. Off. You know for yes. being that being that. Guy that's gonna, you know, again, another blue collar guy is gonna strap up the best, the best offensive player every night, 
and you know he'll give you one game. He always give you one game. We give you at least twenty, you yeah. know, and you don't expect yeah. it. And that's something that you can't combat because you got to worry about you know containing Murray and Jokic, and all of a sudden Aaron Gordon goes off for twenty five. So yeah. you know yeah. it just it just it's 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 a tough tough it's a tough ask. I'm just gonna say it that way. It's a tough ask. Yeah. I mean, just defending yeah. the team, and I think that if they're smart and keep the team together, man, they're gonna be tough. You know, for the foreseeable future. I mean, because I, I mean, you think about it like this. I mean, they're going, you know, they're going to they're going to do whatever they got to do. Stan Crocky, you know, speaking of Stan Crocky, let's talk about Stan Crocky real quick. <laughs> Stan Crocky is a freaking genius. Let's 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 yeah. talk to you. This this man has he won a, a NBA title this year. He yep. won a NHL title last year. He won an NLL yep. title last year as well. Yep. And he won a Super Bowl in 2022. So Listen. I mean, he just on an impeccable run of Listen. championships. Let's just say he know how to do business, right? So Stan Kroenke, <laughs> shouts out to Stan Kroenke for being a, a, yeah. a, a savant and a genius when it comes to building teams, right? Yeah. And, you know, building yeah. from the ground up. So, but, you know, overall, I think, like you said, I think they honestly and truly, uh, if they do, do do things right, they're going to move heaven and earth to keep Yoko and Jamal, Jamal Murray together. That's going to be, you know, mm-hmm. Batman and Robin or whoever, whatever duo name you want to give them, they're going to be there for foreseeable future. I don't see them breaking up. You know, Thanks. and then what they do with, um, you know, Aaron Gordon and KCP and those guys, mm-hmm. You know, long as those guys don't get overly greedy, I, I, I perceive they stay. You know, and yeah. then you know, there's always that championship lure as well. You know, somebody unsuspected is going to want to play with the, you know, one of the the class of the West. I mean, mm-hmm. let's be real about it. So you might get that factor into it now too. So now that you've done it and you you know you've proven your metal for you know for you know lack of a better term, you know people yeah. are going to want to come flock in and want to play in that, on that in that altitude. Mm-hmm. So. So you got so you got a you got a formidable team, you know, going forward. And and quite honestly, if you look at the West the way it is, I mean, if you had to if you had to bet today, the they're the favorite to go back again next year. Healthy. Without a doubt. Healthy. Without a doubt. So and we've seen what they look like as a team, healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen how they play. Now, mm-hmm. two factors to me make me think what happens, right? Okay. Do they maintain that hunger, which I think they have a coach. That's, that's the that's the that's the one thing. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Go ahead. And then two, like you said, the money situation. Mm. Do those middle tier players do they do they all of a sudden see dollar signs or do mm-hmm. they see dynasty? Right? right. Which one happens? And I get it. I've listened to people say, you know, hey, you're a middle tier player. Go after your money. But to me, and this is personally to me. Legacy um, outlives the money right now. It your should. legacy, it your should. dynasty, right? Mm. And being able to stay together. You keep this team. I mean, truly, if you sacrifice the the immediate money made from the basketball payment, if you sacrifice that and allow money to come from outside areas, you're going to make more money as a champion because people love to be associated with winners. If you sacrifice that and you're on a winning team and now that eyes are on Denver, right? And who this this uh this team is, you have a coach that's going to generate the narrative. I didn't know he formerly came from Sacramento before mm-hmm. coming over, so that makes sense why Sacramento is looking like they are. You come to this team, he's already put out immediately at their championship um, you know, uh, yeah. uh, receiving the trophy, mm-hmm. he already put out like we're not done, yeah. and that's probably the first. Most people wait to the parade to say it. He said it immediately. Like he's already looking at next year. 
look. Mm-hmm. And when you look at, like you said, when you look at the West and you look at who they're having to go against and you start to really break that down, uh, Golden State, they got their their situations going on. Uh, uh, who knows what's happening with Memphis? It's all right. kind of heads over. We're going to talk about all, that in a minute because we don't even know what that team going to look like come next season. And then L.A. is L.A., but you're dealing with now, uh, what, a 39-year-old LeBron. Um, Depending on what happens with who shows up there from Chris Paul to Kyrie, uh, you still got – I don't want any one of them. Go ahead, though. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not trying to get you tight. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But if you look at that situation, right, even though this team coming back – for the most part, if they can keep everybody together, will be uh, a seasoned team because they've actually played oh, the yeah. second half of the season and playoff basketball. So you may have them. Phoenix is going to be in their own type of figuring out the situation, what they have going on, because you do have D-Book. You do have KD. But Jokic took Aiden's life right now oh, and so made him light-skinned. He beat him so bad. <laughs> <laughs> He made DeAndre. He said, us a bad man light skin. <laughs> he take DeAndre is not DeAndre anymore. He's Derek. He's Derek Aiden. <laughs> Derek Aiden. <laughs> he made him change his name and he's light skin. But when you look at this, you're 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 coming back with one of the most dominant. And I'm not ready to say top fifteen to ever played a game of basketball no, 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 yet. No. No, but when you look at right now, he's damn near unstoppable. And then again. Put some respect on Jamal Murray's name. The boy is cold. Listen, he's smooth. You, man, I, I'm, he, I'm he's looking cold. at. I'm looking at. I'm listen. We had a meeting with the Young Gun Academy the other day, and I'm looking around like Jason. Like, you can't lose. You can't lose your job. Like, what'd you say to? How'd you, how'd you say his name? Jason. Jason. J a y s o n. You already difficult to spell it in Jason that way. Jason, you can't lose your job to Jamal. You was the president. He was the vice president. I'm great. Switch that. I'm great. Switch that. Listen, yeah. listen I, it was it was Tuesday now when, when Jamal was healthy, and right. you know Jason had a, a a year and a half of un un uh un what was it unopposed. Yes. You know, uh, you know, playing, nobody was running for the office. Exactly. No, yeah, he ran yeah. on. He ran on the post for a year and a half. Now, yeah. now he got some heat on him. He got some heat on Jamal. Like, look, yeah. I got a title. What do you have, <laughs> bro? I made it there, I and I won it. Listen, I won it, right? Hey. And I was, and I was, I was the, I was a dominant yeah. factor in that. So, listen, I'm just I think he's gonna meet you at a diner and say, uh. I think I'm the new president now. Right. Hey, look at me. Look at me. I'm your captain I'm now. Your captain now. <laughs> look, when you that's look at this. Hold on, hold on. That's Phoenix. Look at me, Irish. <laughs> Something. I'm your captain now. I'm your captain now. Yes, I'm your captain now. <laughs> but then when you look at that team again, I think Gordon is a great pickup. He's he he showed up as a marvelous defender. And yeah. then again, he can he gives you a sneaky points right he gives you them unexpected points he gives you that 18 hold on that's a great point because and and this has to be said understand this there's an underrated thing about a team when you're when you're person on your team can if you if if a if i I guess you could say one of your big guns doesn't have to guard the best guy yes that is a skill yes that's a skill because yes aaron picking your best defender right now which means jamal and nicole they don't have to guard him 
to they don't have to tire themselves out. No, they all can focus completely and utterly focused on the offensive side. That's that's a great point. I'm glad you said that. That, yes. that brought me yes. right home with that. That was a great point. Yes. And so when you look at that, you look at KCP, you look at even Jeff Green, a, a player like Jeff Green, the young man, uh, I think he's brown. I think that's who got in the game. Uh, last oh, which, night. which the two Browns? Bruce Brown and this Christian Brown, I think. Christian Brown. Christian yeah. Brown. Not mm-hmm. oh, here's a key point. If you don't know this about Christian Brown. Christian Brown is a two-time winner. He won in college playing with Kansas. He did. And as a rookie, he was an NBA championship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't, know, he doesn't know anything else but winning. Right? I, don't, I don't know how to lose. <laughs> Listen, he like, Jay-Z say, I will not lose. <laughs> he looks around. He says, it may be me. <laughs> right. You know what? Yeah, yeah, this may be me. I'm going to keep me around. This yeah, might be me. Wherever I go, it happens. And he scored again. You don't account for Brown coming off the bench, mm-hmm. right? And giving you, I think he had seven to nine. That's that's unaccounted for. But it was for crucial me. buckets. Like when they were struggling crucial. offensively, yes. he's getting putbacks and, and hitting threes and getting yes. fouled and going through the free throw line. So he's crushing putting, momentum. Yes, he's I mean, he's maximizing his minutes. Maximizes minutes, and that was you know again that was what they needed at that moment. So they and I feel like that was the mantra overall for Denver. Like they got what they needed from their players at the right time. Like yes, you know, promise them. Going back to the Lakers series, you know, when the Lakers kind of had them on the ropes game two, you mm-hmm. know, when Jamal, you know, was struggling the whole game, and yeah. Nikola has so slowed down that you know because I kind of noticed something about Nikola. Like if he's dominant for three quarters, he slows down in the fourth. Yes, you know, yes. so you know, and then they Lakers pretty much, you know, was like, okay, we can get, we can take this game and go back, you know, split, right? And Jamal found it; he summons it from somewhere and went yeah. off for like, you know, was like fifteen, twenty in the, in yep. the fourth quarter. Yep. So, yeah, so they every time they needed somebody to answer, no matter who it was, they got it from somebody. If it wasn't Nicole, it was it was Jamal. If it wasn't Jamal, yeah. it was Gordon. If it wasn't Gordon, it was Porter. If it wasn't Porter, it was KCP. And then one them either, any of them guys was brown or brown. When yeah. you go seven, eight deep, but you can get production out of all of those guys, that's a recipe for a title, and that's what they got. And that's scary. And I will say this, and this is why I understand why you look at Jamal and Jason as the leaders of the young guns. Mm-hmm. Jamal can drop 18, and you don't even you feel like he dropped four, and that's demoralizing. That is, that is. Because think about with, with, with him and Nicole, what is it? Was it game three? They both had 30 point triple doubles. Yes, yes. And you, but the thing is, when you watch Jamal, he's it's it's a scary type of offensive firepower. When you feel like he's only shot four point, I mean, you feel like he's only scored four points. But you look at the stat sheet, and he's went for fifteen in the fourth, and you're like, "That's because he got the ball in his hands a lot, so you don't even realize he shoots sometimes." And yeah, the thing that's... is, nobody was accounting. He he went double digit. He averaged ten assists. That is difficult to defend because you 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 don't have film on that. Listen, you, you're you're not you're not prepared for. Wait a minute, he's, he's scoring. Getting, he's getting double digit assists, and so is Nikola. That's a problem. There he, they, they, two he, points. That's that's, you, that's at least. They're both giving you twenty five, and, and they're assisting on another ten baskets a piece. A piece. That's, that's, that's forty hard. points just assisting. Yes. That's not that's not score sheet. That's not the twenty five and twenty two they getting you. Right. They're now helping to score. If you just do two points for ten assists, mm-hmm. that's twenty points at both of them. That's forty points total. Yeah. And then you go tackle on another sixty. You already, they already had a hundred points. They already had 100 with that production. Just them two on the court. 
Just, just them two. Just them two. And the thing that I loved about Denver, <clears throat> and here's here's the last thing I'll say. The thing that I loved about Denver, they don't get caught up in uh, uh, paralysis basketball. They don't. You don't see them just give it to Jokic and then just step back and let him do mm-hmm. what he do. You don't mm-hmm. see them give it to Murray and just sit back and let him do what he do because both of them, especially Murray, they do a marvelous job of setting other players up and putting other players in position with mm-hmm. passing and when playing with Joker, you really cannot stay still because you know, especially when he's at the top of the key, he can he can catch at the top. He can catch at the free throw line and touch pass and hit you. I saw him do a pass to uh, Gordon where Gordon was, it was almost like an alley-oop, but he caught the pass and tapped it and mm-hmm. Gordon lobbed it up and you didn't even have time to get set because he caught it so quick and passed it. It was almost like he knew exactly where Gordon was going to be. And you can't defend that. And that's what his, I his love. Court about vision, man. His oh, core vision is impeccable. And listen, impeccable. listen, I understand he's been a secret, but I think the secret, the genie's out the bottle now. Oh yeah. People have to put, so he, listen, he has a boring game. I will, I will. He, be he does. He played, he has a boring game, but it's, I mean, it, it's, it's very Tim Duncan. Like, you know, as far as well, you know, it just it just basic, methodical. yeah, methodical type thing. Now, I would say Tim Douglas more more polished, and then you know, yes. and it does it look it looks more, uh, I guess you can say, scripted when it came down to yeah. Tim Duncan. Uh, but but again, no matter how he gets it done, he gets it done. A bucket is a bucket, and, and kudos to him anywhere. on the growth of his game. He's mm-hmm. a person that has fine tuned his game from when he came he, to me. You know what? I'll say this: he reminds me of Giannis. They mm. came in very raw potential. Yes. You saw certain things, but they they worked to refine and improve their game to where it is now. They didn't just sit on their laurels. They worked. They got in the gym. They became better. The only issue that I have with Giannis, I mean, uh, with Joker, I hate the shoulder move. I feel like he barrels a lot. Mm. They don't call it in today's time. And you really can't defend it because most of the time it's going to be a blocking file if you try to body back on it, right? right. I don't like he drops his shoulder, but outside of that, he still well, has technical – he has a technical game still. He'll give you mm. the up and under. He, If he's – listen, his jump shot, his little lob shot – it's touch around the rim period is what oh, um, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. I'm glad you told me about him and made – again – it helps to see it in prime time and mm-hmm. really look at his game and ask and you and I end up asking myself, I get it. He's never gonna give you ESPN highlights. No. He's you're never gonna make a commercial with him per se, because he he's all about basketball, right? Even when you look last night, it was boring. Mm-hmm. It was, hey, I won. Okay, I hugged my 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 family. Um, but even when he got into the locker room, it's like he's looking at the champagne, like, okay, uh, am I supposed to go back to the gym now? Are we working right, out tomorrow. Right. I'll tell you, blue collar, man. 
He, he, is, he, get, he get that. He tie that shirt, tie that collar shirt up every day. He get that metal lunch pail, that hard hat. And he go to work. Like him, that's, like the, that's stainless steel lunch pail. Got we, got, we, we, we got a building to build. The green thermos. Yep. Yep. You know it. That ham and cheese sandwich. The apple that and black banana. Russian Ukrainian coffee. That <laughs> I put no creamer in my coffee. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah I think mean, yeah. So kudos to them, man. And like I said, kudos. and I think kudos. the biggest, I put, the best thing the sports writers could have did was not giving them MVP this year. It pissed them off, I think. That and the simple fact that the MVP has the the person the, the regular season MVP hasn't won the NBA Finals or the championship in a long time, long time. Like we, I think we gotta go back to the '80s, maybe further than that. that this, if you want a regular season MVP, for some reason, the regular season MVP does not make it all the way to the finals and win it. Mm, a would, long I would, time. I would, yeah. I wonder that Jordan, when they went on, when they got their six titles, how many, how many MVPs did he have? Um, because that would have, that's the only person that I could think of recently that was an MVP regular season and ended up winning a title. It was last person I could think is George. What LeBron? It might have been LeBron. LeBron might have did it in when he was with the Heat. He might have did. I think he might have been the last person. Yeah. But it's a it's rare air. It's a rare air to have won the top NBA in the regular season MVP and have won NBA title in the same year. Yeah. I think I think yeah. it's I think it's rare. Because LeBron, his first two uh MVPs were with the Cavs. You know, he didn't win the title with the Cavs until that three one comeback in the twenty sixteen season. True. True. And the funny, funny, and Steph Curry was the regular season MVP that year, and he lost in the finals. Maybe it was Curry. No, it wasn't. No. Oh, okay. Well, oh, yeah, that's right. Well, who won the twenty fifth? Let me compare them. Hold on, let me compare the, in the NBA titles now. Now you got. Well, I know here. Curry didn't when they went the 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 season that he went unanimous. I think that's seventy three when they broke the. Uh, well, they lost that year. I know they, they lost that the year title. because yeah, because they yeah. lost three one and that was twenty sixteen. Yep. yep. So it was Steph. It was Steph. So Steph won it in twenty fifteen. But yeah, it's it's very rare area to have won the league MVP in the same year you win the NBA championship. And it's yep. even rarer air for you to win the regular season league MVP. I think that might be the, the, the catalyst. Regular season MVP and the finals MVP. Mm, I think that's the thing. Mm, like okay. one or the other. Because remember, Steph, remember the years they won it when Steph was with league MVP. Uh, right. uh, was the your man, uh, Iguodala won it. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. Yep. Yeah, it's very mm-hmm. rare. Very rare that that actually happens. Because um, when did Miami win the, their titles? Um. That was the uh, yeah. So 2012 and 2013 is when they won both of their titles, and LeBron was yeah. So yeah, that was so LeBron and Steph were the only people that have done it in the last 20 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and LeBron was the only person that gave you the league MVP and the Finals MVP. Wow. Enough said. Mm-hmm. Yep. Enough said. Kudos to them, though. Yeah, I, so, they, they have converted me. Um, when I can catch a game, um, I will because mm-hmm. it is interesting. If you're if you're a fan of basketball, you know it, it, you're not going to see 
you're not going to see what we've become accustomed to, which is this microwave, short video, short clip, highlight basketball. Mm -hmm. You're going to watch, you're going to have to watch some basketball, right? You're going to have to watch all four quarters. And, and again, the other thing that hurts is that the time that they play a lot of times, yeah, a lot of times it's late for the East coast people. (laughs) Yeah. But East coasters is is late. Yeah. It's late a lot of times. Ticket price is going to be different next year. So, oh, yeah. yeah. uh, Look for yesterday's price. Today's price. Not at all. They're, they're NBA champions now, so that's going to oh, come yeah. with a different ticket price. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, overall, man, I think there was a very good season for them. Um, yep. You know, and I think that I think the people, they, especially the people in the West, are going to have to do what they need to do to chase them. Because um, yeah. I think they're the ones, you know, that, that you have to look at is, is the bar um, mm-hmm. going into next season. Because, again, that team, as, a, as, a, as it's currently constructed, you have to realize that team, it's out of the starters, the, the oldest person on that team is 30. And that's KCP. Yes. 28 with yes. Jokic and Jamal to 26. Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're going to they gonna be together for a little while. They're they here to stay. They're definitely here and to I stay. Saw, and I saw some stat last night that this is the first time that a center has been first in assist, first mm-hmm. in rebounds, and first in points through a playoff series. He had some crazy numbers, like I think 600 points. So it was something crazy. I did. I happened to see it last night. They highlighted it. But mm-hmm. from a center, a quote unquote center position, um, that is crazy. And he averaged, he finished with 30.2 points per game, 14 rebounds, 17.2 assists, uh, 55, 46, 80% shooting splits. That is crazy. Hey, hello. That is crazy. Yeah. Oh, here it, really it is. is. 600 points, 269 rebounds, and 190 assists. Listen, put some respect <laughs> on that man's name. Yeah. Yeah. All he, can't jump, y'all. He, can't, he, he can't jump over a blade of grass, but I tell but you what. He, he put the ball in the basket, though. Two points it, is two points. That's all that is. It ain't sexy, but it'll get it done. Hey, is it done? Was, so, let's move on because I was about to say another analogy, and that was yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I got felt it brew. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's not <laughs> right. So let's yeah. let's let's move on to another uh, Western Conference topic. I'm just going to call it okay. that. I don't okay. go preface it by saying that. Yes, in, in the, I've been waiting for this one. The title, I've been the for title this of one. this segment is What's Wrong Here? <laughs> what's Wrong Here? Yes, so, yes, yes. So, Let's uh, talk about it. <laughs> I saw a meme or a video <laughs> yesterday that uh, after the finals was over. Let's please um, show it. I don't have it. I gotta find it. I gotta find it. Oh. I think I know we'll post it on Twitter. I, I have to find it. Give me a second. But, oh. It was, it was, but you understand. If you've seen the movie, you understand the, the 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 imagery when I say it. It was Cleo from Set It Off in the car when she lit her cigarette before she was going to drive out into the atmosphere um, when she was being chased by the cops. And they okay. said that's that's okay. John Morant waiting on Adam Silver to drop the suspension. So so uh, you know because Adam Silver said that he wasn't going to uh, interrupt the NBA Finals with the suspension news of John Morant. Um, with his uh, issues going forward. But not to be outdone, in a sense, and, and, and be in the news, uh, Zion Williamson is in the news as well for all the wrong reasons. He you know, not allow his South Carolina brother to be in the news by himself. I call it being a great friend. Let's both is create it? heat. Is Let, it? Let's, 
listen, let's let's both let's both turn up the situation. Uh, well, they definitely doing it in different facets. One state one person, pride. One trying to <laughs> listen, listen. One trying to shoot up the club and. and <laughs> Was, no, stay there. Both of them are shooting up the club. It, it different ways on what type of gun that you use. That's true. It's different ways. They're both trying to shoot the club in different ways, right? Well, well one is trying to shoot something, one did. How about that? One's one in the did. middle of the dance floor, and uh-huh. one's in the back corner where they spill the liquor and the floor is sticky. Yeah. Both of them are shooting the club up. Right, definitely shooting the club. So, <laughs> so, so Zion. Is I just wait for the graphic. I just, I just can't wait. You showed me. It's called B B and G B and G. I can't wait for it. There it is. There it is. Guns and buns. Guns and buns. A Carolina addiction story. The internet is undefeated. Guns and buns. Guns and buns. Guns and buns. Shout out this to Cameron, man. Shout out to Cameron for quoting the yes. phrase. But yes. But guns and buns. Yeah. So, yeah. so blast ass. Blast and ass. <laughs> wow. That's not like a porno. Woo! Tell me all the rails here, boy. Woo! Woo-wee. Woo-wee. Hmm. So yes, <laughs> so uh, Zion is in the news along with his uh, Carolina brethren, is John Morant. John's in the news because he flashed a gun on IG Live. We already covered that story. We're not gonna we're not gonna cover it again. We already know that the details of that. But again, Zion was like, you can't take you can't take all the Carolina shine, and he's in the news for a whole different reason. So he decided to post him and his air quote. I'm gonna put us back on the screen while I do this. Is air quote girlfriend on on his instagram to say they're expecting a baby so would that prompted the the trained assassins to do <laughs> is the is the is the is the is the right reel up all the receipts and put it back out there in the atmosphere because clearly he wasn't the only person that that uh <laughs> that they, he was dealing with right so he, if you can see the graphic on YouTube, the girlfriend is the one he's in the picture with. Now, the girl on the right is a former adult film star that he was dealing with and had, quote unquote, had taken off the streets, you know, per, you know, per, you know, proverbially. Like, he didn't literally, like, say really she was homeless, but he made her an honest woman. No, I wouldn't say that, but he definitely took her off the street. <laughs> <laughs> and it got her out the business. Yes. And yes. was basically had her on retainer as his, you know, quote unquote jump off. Mm. So when he posted the pic of her being uh his him being pregnant with this with his air quote girlfriend and mm-hmm. they're expecting a baby, she went off. She went off and said that you know he was you know, Twitter fingers. Oh my god. Where's where's Mick Mills gonna ever do? Yes. Yes. So she went on a rant saying that he was paying her uh six figures a month to to yep. basically be faithful to him and fly you know, her down. We're gonna fly, fly her fly. down to New Orleans. So all this I mean, all this all kind of crazy stuff. I mean, we ain't got it. We I'm not I don't have the time and the place to detail everything no. that she said. If you want to go it, look it up, just go, go look at the toilet. Go Google, Google it. It'll be it's right yeah. there for you. All yeah. her tweets are there for you. So the, the title of this segment is what's wrong here. So we we have to discover what's wrong with these two guys. And yes. and, and correct me if I'm wrong, they're the 2019 draft class? Yes. 2019. What, so what is wrong with the 2019 draft class? Because I swear, the 
them jokers in that draft class because PJ Washington is another one. He was he's the one that got caught up with Brittany Renner. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she, you know, air quote trapped him, you know, and and had a baby by him. So he's indebted to her for eighteen years. You know, Listen, you know what? They hot in the pants in twenty nineteen, and this was pre this was pre COVID. This is pre-pandemic. Because, you know, they, was, they were just out there with, again, you know, no, I'm not even going to take my shirt off. <laughs> you already know what it is. Yeah, so. It's, it's raw dog or nothing. <laughs> Jesus. If we ain't raw dogging, then we ain't we ain't driving. I ain't buying. If we ain't raw dogging, we ain't trying. <laughs> They they was up at the draft party. You raw dogging, I'm raw dogging too. Let's raw Listen. dog together. If, I, if we ain't raw dogging, we ain't trying. Listen, what I, this is that's what I understand. I, I have so many issues with this, but this is what I understand about this particular brand of athlete these days. What is going on? Like like you have consummate examples of what not to do. Consummate examples of what not to do. And yeah. you continue to do all the wrong things. Like, they, like I'm sure people have told you, you have seen on TV, you have Come seen on. on social media, you've seen in Come numerous on. places that Come on. who you don't want to chase around and mess with. Yes. Who you, who yes. you what crowd you don't want to hang around, what you don't need to be doing on social media. But Say yet again, again, you, you, again, you know it's consummate examples of what not to do. You you think you're gonna be different. You think somehow you are going to break what's hard coded. You're gonna be the different one. Now, mind you, you you've seen it, you've heard about it, you've been briefed on it, you've been counseled by it, you've been brought in for from from PR companies, right? I just do not believe. I'm gonna say this. You could get away with it. And and listen, I'm not really I'm not being funny when I say this. You can get away with it coming from the college that Ja came from, because I would just say, hey, I think he played with Missouri State. I thought that's a good question. Was it Missouri State? Let let me let me look it up, because. I thought he played wow. for I thought he played for Power Five. Murray State. You're right. He did Murray go to Murray State. State. Wow. Okay. It was Murray okay. State. So okay. you could possibly get away with that. Murray State. Meaning, so hold on, but I have a question. What is a college where with the school that got anything to do with it? Because when you look at Coach K and mm-hmm. everything we've heard about Coach K, okay. I just don't believe Coach K did not bring in Coach K has the power to bring in people to talk to you. He mm-hmm. has people in the local neighborhood. He has mm-hmm. people in the local community that you now have access. You have you have the ability to sit in front of companies that this is what they do, right? Mm-hmm. No, not saying Murray State doesn't, but when you're talking about Coach K, there's a certain level of prestige that comes with okay. Coach K. And if Coach K makes a phone call that says, hey, I have this young team um, can I get X to come over here and talk to my players? Most okay. people, because Coach K's pedigree, they're going to show up out of no other reason than the respect of who K, who, who the okay. legend of Coach K. So what, you that's okay. what I was saying. So okay. I just don't believe that Zion sat in the, the halls of Duke mm-hmm. and there was no time of someone pouring into, hey, man, 
this is what you want to do. Everything in today's time, especially at that age, look, you got all blog posts, you got the shade rooms, the Jasmine brands, the Hollywood unlocks that are constantly reporting these situations. Yeah. But somehow you think that you gonna, you gonna, you gonna come into the juke joint and listen to the devil play the fiddle and not dance. Mm, that's a southern reference right there. That's all <laughs> spouse. Listen, that is that is southern all the way. That is hundred percent grade A certified southern analogy right there. Yeah, Listen. yeah. And because yeah. I got southern relatives, I know all about it. Listen, yes. That is a southern reference right there. But it it rings true. It yes. rings true. It's it was it's like it's it's like i have to they have the fascination with if i tell you the stove is hot i gotta touch it because i don't believe you got to i gotta touch it you say it's hot i don't believe it's hot i touch it i burn myself okay yeah it's hot even you though know? i see it's red from the heat it ain't hot. yeah I, you know or, or you see me burn my hand and you still don't believe unless you see it. Like you gotta, you gotta experience it in order to see it. Like I don't get the idea, the the, the dynamic in the in the in the shift in in in. I want to use, I only want to use the word logic. Just the thought process that people have nowadays, where is that they they've lost the ability and lost the ide- ideology of learning from other people's mistakes. Like yes, I can learn true. from my own in a sense. I've, I've, I some people have sense enough to learn from your own mistakes, but it still might take a while, especially when you're young. But they had don't have the sense or they don't have this the 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 you know acumen to say that they're going to learn from other people's mistakes. I True. seen what happened with X player. I seen what happened with Y player. What he did and how he cost himself this X amount of dollars. How he got himself ran out of the league because of this or messing True. with this chick. I'm mean, he's costing him thousands of dollars because he got ten thousand babies out here and he yes. can, he can barely afford to keep up his own lifestyle. Yes. You see it all. But yes, you refute. You believe in your heart that for some reason that I can do things differently, and I don't, and I won't get jammed up like that. Or they just freaking. I mean, for Zion, Zion's case, I mean, you just he just all of a sudden just easy type of dude to fall in love. Maybe I don't know because it's like because oh, because both these women that he's dealing with, or the multiple dudes, all have history. Like all these yes. women he's dealing with has history. They have yes checkered past. They're all over social media with a checkered past, <laughs> and and you. And you out here shooting the club up a bird body. Like you just out here with a you just out here with a Uzi. You just let it off. Man. You, just, you got a Mac 10. Anybody can get it. Anybody. You, you out here trying to do your best in the cannon impression. You out here, you out here really being Adrian Bronner. Anybody right. can get it. Anybody can get it. Anybody can. Right. I'm the can man. Anybody right. can get it right now. And 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 this is the thing you you shot more clubs up than, than basketball games you played <laughs> in the last two years. Like what? Like you spent more time. You spent more time. You know. Oh, you know. Sign sign up for Raw Dog Records <laughs> than you did playing basketball. That's what made not that R- really not RDR raw, RDR, dog, records. raw dog records. <laughs> out here making videos, literally out here making videos. You know, we raw. You know, signing raw dog records, and he ain't playing. He don't. He ain't care about the playing for Pelicans. He more concerned Yo. about these these women out here. Man, so I, I don't know, man. What, and what's what's so scary about both of them too is that they got a good, stable family environment at home. Yes. They got, it's not like they out here with no dad, no mom. Like they just out here orphaning it, you know, trying to figure life out. They've got stable family environments around them both, and they still yes. out here wilding. 
Yes. I don't get it. And, it's, and especially for Zion, because one of the things, even watching his high school to college transition, one of the, the stories that made him a media darling was his love and affection um, for his younger brother, right? Uh, that that was his why. Everything that he was doing was because of how close he is to his younger brother. They, you know, he wants to be the example. And not saying that you, you perfection is unattainable and not saying that you're not going to have life lessons. But come on, man, you could have you could have you could have signed another record deal. You didn't have to go to RDR because listen, I mean, RDR is unforgiving. When they when you sign your name to them, they own your masters. They own all your rights. Like, like sign a death row back in the day when Suge Knight was running it. Like, with Suge, 100%. Yeah. He, he, he didn't he didn't met Suge Knight in a different yeah, way. He did. He did, man. And again, it's I don't know, man. With it's no like, NDA. Can we can no yeah, one learn from thing, Laura right? Harvey? Can no one learn from Laura Harvey? She gave you the blueprint. If you date me, I'm gonna hit you with an NDA yeah, and a million talk, dollar clause yeah, if you he, talk sideways about me. Right. Yeah, Airtight. Airtight. I, I don't get Men's it. Stupid. We we just out here like we just I refuse to take guidance. Like that's that's what I feel like it is. You I can't refuse. tell me nothing. Who is yeah. your old head? You can't right. tell you know, me. You don't know nothing. You don't you know what it's like nowadays. Uh, it yeah. ain't changed. It that's ain't. the thing. That's the thing. They think the world has changed because they're in it now. Like they think that it's wholly different. It's holistically different from when you know we were their age. Like they yes. really believe that. It's not true. Yes. Listen, yes. The trained assassins back in the day are the trained assassins <laughs> now. They, 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 their handbook is the same. It has not changed. No. Only thing that's changed is how they communicate. And like they're not forgiving. Yeah, no. Oh no, no they're no, not no, forgiving. No, back no, in the no, day, no. they walked away. Like, look, I took an L. Hey, let's 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 negotiate this. Oh no, they, they ended to win it. They oh. ended to win it. It's hitting the internet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Quick, fast, yeah. and in a, in a hurry. hurry. <laughs> yeah. In a hurry. Right. In a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I listen, don't know. Listen, I'm gonna say this. Mm. I, I cleaned it up. When the hot dog bun gets entered by the hot dog. Many hot dogs still get created. That ain't changed. That ain't changed. That ain't changed. That ain't changed. And so if you come in there shooting ketchup and mustard all up in the hot dog bun, don't get upset when you got little mini hot dogs running around. And them are eighteen year uh, commitments. Right. And you got to realize that that's that's a, it's, it's it's a serious investment. Like you have to understand yes. that that you yes. I, you know again. You have to, and this is something I always was concerned about from an athletic perspective because in yeah. having a backup plan, you know, I, was, I told, funny, I told, I was telling my niece's story the other day. I said that, you know, because she's in sports now, she runs track. Mm -hmm. So she, I told her, I said, my biggest thing about my college career is that I just didn't want to be an athlete because one injury can change that whole dynamic. And this was way before, yes. you know, I mean, I'm not that old. I mean, clearly, I played in the early 2000s, but, right. you know, it's, it's, Medicine is different, you know, yes. now yes. than it is then. Like, you know, an ACL yes. injury now is different than oh, ACL yeah, it's injury like then. It's like right. sneezing. So it's not it's not the same. So I mean, yeah. you have to look at it from that perspective. You have to have a backup plan because you your your mind and your mindset is I can't fail. Yes, you know, I gotta yes. I gotta be able to be able to survive and support myself. And and now I'm in, you know, in in our case, families. You, know, you got families yes. to support. So. You have to look at it from a perspective that what's what's my backup plan? What's my go-to? Because understand this, you know, if John Moran doesn't clean his act up and he runs himself out of the league for media problems, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm, he, mm -hmm. he he no longer has uh, you know, 
a, a means to make money. You know, if Zion can't get back on the court and keep himself healthy, he's going to be Greg Oden running himself off the league. So he know he's the limit. He has a limited potential. And what is what is his backup plan? So you have to look at it from a perspective of, you know, getting yourself established and creating something for yourself and having your life fully stable before you try to bring another life into the world. That's always been my advice. It's always been my advice. You know, everybody's having these babies early and all that kind of stuff, and they get lucky. They get lucky where they can sustain their career, they can make their money, and they can support themselves and their families. You know, they might not maximize the amount of money because of the stuff they do, but they can at least get to the point where they can keep you know, a roof over their head and keep their kids fed. I, I'm okay. I'm all, I'm, that's, okay, that's okay. That's all fine and dandy. But, you know, you need to take care of yourself and get yourself right first. Because you have to also realize, too, that, you know, Zion now got a baby on the way and Jari got one. You have to realize that you're an exam, you're a shining example of what your kids see. Yes. You know, so if if we can, clearly the internet, it doesn't, nothing leaves the internet, obviously. So if your kids can reach back and see that daddy was doing X, Y, and Z and all this stuff was about going out about daddy, you know, and when I was young and I, you know, now it's coming out later because I'm older and I understand these type of things. It yes. makes it, 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 it makes them feel a certain kind of way. And if nothing else, they can get ridiculed in, 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 in life. Yes. You know, so you have to, you have to understand and keep that in perspective too. So, you and know, about, and here, here's my short snippet. Think about the position you put your kids in. Because this lives on the internet. It does. And so now think about what your, your, and I just heard this, this is why it stands out to me. I just heard this with Chris Paul talking about it. Where his kid, his son has to hear, your dad can't, right? When, yeah. Your he, dad he never can't win. make the playoff. He sucks. He never, he he'll win. never win a ring. I think that's what the words were. He'll never win a yeah. ring. Mm-hmm. And so again. And that's minor. We're not talking about the foolishness that Jod and Desire are doing. My thing is, and you have, and here's the bad thing. You have the um, access to LeBron, who you can call. If you want to do anything, I'm not saying that you have to go sign with Maverick Carter. You have to do all these things with them. My thing is, why not sit there and reach out to them, reach out to him because he's in your peer group. Hey, LeBron. Um, I mean, nothing, you don't even have to call me? LeBron. You can just look at LeBron's life, and that's your exciting example. Listen, LeBron's so airtight. He had somebody come out and say, y'all going to stop saying I had anything to do with LeBron. We ain't never. He's so airtight. She said, I respect Savannah too much. Right. Please don't stop putting my name in, in any, of, any of this. Right. That's not true. This right, it's exactly. not true. I had yeah. nothing to do with it. Uh, y'all not gonna claim this. If you keep playing with me, uh, my lawyer is on retainer, and it's about to get real expensive. It mm. got crickets real quick. Oh, it got quite real quick. <laughs> hush, a hush came over the crowd. It did. It did. So I, I, I don't know. And I, again, the title of this is what's wrong here. I, I, I'm not sure. Outside of the idea of they just think they know better than than people would have come before them, which is not true. You know, and I, I think that's the hardest a lot of kids have to learn. Like, they really feel, think, think at some points in life they got things figured out. And they really don't. Like, you know, it's things I'm still f- f- understanding and really resonating with myself in my 40s. No, You know, so I know damn well my 20s I didn't have nothing figured out. Like, the, the, what I thought I had figured out my 20s, I, I didn't. Like, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, yeah, you know, you might have, you know, you might have things, you know, in order. 
but you still know, ain't got life figured out yet. There's still more to learn. It's going to be things to learn all the way up until you leave here. You know, so understand this, that you've, you've a fraction of what you've been through, you know, is, is what the world is. So and, you got to realize that you, you go from vertical to horizontal, you're going to be learning something every day, every day. So you have to understand that you don't know everything. You don't Not know no. everything. And, and again, and, and what, what bothers me so much about this whole situation is the fact that they are going, they're blatantly doing the things that people tell you not to do. And you have 100%. shining examples of what not to do and you still do them as 100%. if you're anything different. Like this, yes. you know, if you did, let's promise that, but I'm I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a move on after this. Yep. If you, you, you have a girl, you're in school, right? And it's a right girl now. that everybody tells you that, you know, she's no good. Yep. She's no good. She's this. She's that. She don't, you know, she's going to do this to you. She's going to do that to you. You're not going to be her only dude. Mm-hmm. You know, she's going to, she's going to hit you for all kind of money and things of that nature. And you're like, man, not, I me. not me, not me. Not I, ain't me. The, I, I ain't the one. She ain't gonna get me like that. And yes. the moment you get with her, you, you get all soft and gooey and in love. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. the same thing happened to you yep. is happening to everybody else, but you refuse to listen. You thought she was different. You thought she was different, and it's it's not it's not it's not the case. No. If, if it look like a duck, it's, it's it, it quack like a duck. Got a beak like a damn duck. Damn it, it's it a, ain't a goat. It's damn. It is a damn duck. <laughs> it's a damn duck. So yes. understand that you again. They are trained assassins. Okay, when you, if you want to watch a movie that has a trained assassin in it, they got it's a different level with them. They know stuff that different. you don't. Yeah, they, they know yeah. stuff that you don't, and understand yeah. that they're better at this than you. This is what they do. This is how they wake up. Listen, never argue, never jump in the mud and wrestle with a pig. Pig no more than you do. And you got a disadvantage. Yeah, already. <laughs> already. Already. So that's another Southern analogy. You just on fire with these Southern analogies today. I was going to point that out. You on fire with them. But yeah, yes. I, I, I'm. we're just going to have to say, you know, a, a, a sports talk prayer for Zion and Ja because they got to figure it out because I mean, they, they definitely are. Jaws set himself up to be suspended for if, you know, we want to put it out a number on it. I mean, I'm at least talking about 25 to 30 games, if not more. I said um, 30. So yeah. you said it, I, 30 came into my spirit. Yeah. So we're looking at that, at least that, uh, and Zion ain't been on the court, mm-hmm. you know, and God knows when, and we don't even know what is, we know more about his personal life right now than we know about his health and his ability to play basketball. Hi, bro. We know more about your off the court activities and antics than we do on, on the, the court. We can't even remember what you look like on the court. That's right. Exactly right. That's exactly right. And that's a problem. And that's and you gotta realize too, the Pelicans are looking at this. The Grizzlies and the Pelicans are looking at this like, do we want to invest long term in either of these dudes? Because they got a lot of issues and baggage with them that's all non basketball related. Is the hype worth the headache? Hello. Hello. You you play you playing with legacy money, man. And you know, and here's another Southern reference. You never want your grandmother to get to the point where she say, the best I can do for you, baby, is pray for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that means all favor that you had, all saving grace that you yeah. had has has gone it's to left. the place where she, I've heard that. My great, she ain't said it to me, but she yeah. said it to other people. And I've heard it come out of her her mouth, and it's definitely, it's a, I ain't gonna call it a kiss of death, but it's, it's something like it. 
Is something that like, is the equivalent of a uh, wash my hands. Woman, listen, that's the equivalent of the woman you trying to get back deleting your whole text thread. Yep. That's it. That's it. <laughs> So I don't know, but again, what what's wrong here? I don't know, but they got to fix it. They got to fix it fast because, man, you know it's it, it, again when you become more trouble than you're worth. And I think we said this numerous times. When yes. you come become more trouble than you're worth, then they're gonna cut bait, and that you're goes for your endorsements, and that goes to the team you play on. Talk about that. Yeah. And endorsement money can dry up real, real quick. quick. Mm-hmm. You see how fast Nike, and again, none of those sales have to go to you. You're not Jordan where you have now, and if anyone hasn't seen the movie Air, go watch the movie Air because I'm pretty sure Jai doesn't have a contract that he gets a percentage off every sale of the shoe. Mm -hmm. So when they discontinued that shoe, when they pulled it with the quickness, uh, hello, sir. All that revenue money that you was passed that passive income dries up quick. And you got and a lot of flash, on your payroll. And newsflash, when that money dries up, so do everybody else around you. You said a mouthful right there. If I was in a lawn chair, I would have a mile tie, a mile, a Mai Tai right now. Uh-huh. Maybe sipping on a, a pina colada, because that was that, that, that was it right there. Everybody else, when when the big guns pull back. All right. You'll no pun intended. No pun intended. Center. Right. You're yeah. right. No pun intended. <laughs> I saw I saw a post. <laughs> speaking of Renison, he said, I saw a post that she called the cops on me. I called Renison on her. <laughs> <laughs> That's petty. That's yes. petty on both sides. Yes. She called the cops on him. He called Renison on her. So now we <laughs> We both, we, we both stuck. We both stuck. Yeah, yeah. We, both, we both got people looking for us. Both, both. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. So we 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 hope that they get it together, man. And and, yes. and and the biggest problem with people these days is they don't listen. Hard headed. Yeah. That's Hard head make us soft. You know what? There it is. All right, so let's quickly get into let's talk about the NBA season recap, right? Let's get mm-hmm. into it. Since the NBA season is coming to, you know, we was kind of, you know, going back and forth whether we're going to get to talk about this this week because we didn't know the championship was going to get crowned last night. But, right. you know, give me, you know, your quick and fast takeaways from the NBA season. What do you thought about it? You know, what did you, what was your impressions going into it? And what, you know, what turned for you throughout the season? And what was your final takeaways from what ultimately was the Nuggets winning the title? Um, so here's what I thought about the season. Uh, we do have, we do have a staple of young players that will, uh, take the league forward and have exciting basketball. But at the end of the day, the key ingredient to success is you have, what does your third and fourth player do during the season? And in games, because at some point your your top two are going to hit a dry spell, and su- and to sustain a season, it's really about what what you do three through five, because when your top two go cold, when your top two have their off game, what happens after that? The teams that made deep playoff runs, both of these teams showed team basketball. If you are a singular dominant team, 
or a top heavy, top two heavy team, and you haven't figured out how to diversify your pay structure to bring in solid role players that can step up at key points, it's going to be difficult for you. GMs are more important than we give credit to. A good GM can keep you afloat. A bad GM will tank your season. Um, So when looking at the season, I saw that, um, unfortunately, the end is near and it's coming up fast for LeBron. Mm. We're starting to see him look mortal. Mm. And that, you know, we have both seen the start of LeBron's career to here. And it's like watching Tom Brady. I think this is the first time that we've seen LeBron look human. Mm. Right. And so that is strange to even think about. But uh, I feel good because even looking at this graphic, you have you have a lot of years left with Jason Joker. Giannis, but when it comes to singular basketball, you got a one-man Harlem Globetrotter team, Globetrotter team, and Donch and uh, Luca. Yeah. But unfortunately, we've seen what happens when you—he can't carry that type of workload no. by himself. Nope. Like we talked, like we talked about last season, they didn't even make the playoffs this year. But last season, he got burnt out. He got you know, burned out. He got burnt out. And and so with that. Um, Let's finally say Jimmy Butler is a superstar. He's not just a high-level role player. I'm gonna put Jimmy Butler in that superstar. He just he he does it differently. It looks differently with him, but he's a superstar. Uh, I I feel the West is going to dominate for a while right now, um, and I feel the East has still got a long ways to go. But outside of that, um, it was a great season, man. It it, it made great stories. I, on the court was wonderful. There was a lot of great basketball that we was able to witness. Um, and there's a lot of young players that are battling uh, for dominance. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens in these next two to four years. And I'm predicting uh, Denver's got a, again, barring money, mm-hmm. Denver has a dominant foothold uh in the nba right now they could be a team that's going to be scary for people to contend with um but then on the east i'm interested to see what happens my main focus is to see what happens with boston yeah Um, yeah i agree with that yeah yeah so that's my take on the season again a great season i think this was one of those a team one it wasn't accidental it wasn't Mm. put in the hands of the referees or a game was decided on the court denver again you can say what you want. They got a break. They got lucky. Listen, luck is when preparation meets opportunity, and they was prepared and took advantage of the opportunity, hey, and they man. formed and forced their luck. That's a bar, too. That's a yeah. bar, too, because that's definitely what happened, and they definitely seized the moment when they had it. And I always talk about the fact that you got to take control and, and seize the moment when you can because you may not get there again. Yep. Yep. Don't depend on saying, oh, we'll make it back. Cause, no, because you may not uh, make it back. So Dan Marino is a key point in case in that. So, Charles Barkley, you know, um, yep. quite a few people that weren't having one rings. They were highly talented. It just never, never panned out for them. Yep. It's never yep. panned What's out your, for them. What was your take on the season? Well, I'm going to try to get this done in short order. I had a lot to say. 
with this because I feel like this is a season within the season. Like I talk about going back to the beginning of the season, we talked about the whole Jordan Poole and, and Draymond said, and I said, you know, unequivocally that I felt like that was going to play out and, and and negatively against them repeating, right? And, and he was in the 2019 draft as well. How about that? How about that? That draft class is a God shit damn. show. That draft class is a shit show. Goodness gracious. Woo! Damn. <laughs> Jesus. Well, Tyler Hero, yes. PJ Washington, a few, a few other people that got the issues, but yeah, that, that Moore, he was in that draft class. Yeah, now I give Rui credit. Rui ain't in the ain't in the drama category. I give nope. him credit for that. Nope, nope. But, um, He's a one saving grace. Once right, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So, you know, like I said, I talked about you know them that being an awesome demise, and you know, funny that I just slow played it. Draymond even admitted it. He said that he he felt like that he his voice wasn't heard in the locker room, and he felt like he his antics and his incident was a uh, you know a, a negative. Uh, you know, cloud over the season and ultimately derailed them. Um, that, you know, for that particular regard and how ironic they got eliminated by the Lakers, who I didn't have high hopes in the season going in. I was very upset by the, how they constructed the roster and hadn't made any, you know, I guess you can say quote-unquote moves uh, to improve the roster and maximize, you know, because I said I said in quite a few segments, you know, that I've done over, over the, you know, podcast network that, you know, you have to understand that you're playing LeBron James for the next three years. They're the maximizers roster, maximize the potential you have with him because it's so the moment he leaves, he's gone. He's, he's not, it's not, it's not coming back. And the next person that's of his elk is not walking through the door, you know. And it was still question about what AD was and wasn't going to be. And we kind of got a microcosm about what that is throughout this season. You know, he's very inconsistent. So them maximizing that roster was my concern. And we went through all the way through to half of the season where it was just a, it was just a mess. You know, and I give Rui Arpanika a lot of credit for re- overhauling and revamping that roster and got them to the point where they were competitive, you know. But it was still tooth and nail because they dug themselves such a deep hole with the Russell Westbrook in the, in the Patrick Beverly mess. Yeah. So, you know, I would I was just talking about this earlier today about how I wish the team was constructed the way it was constructed all year because I think it would have been different. I really mm-hmm. think the, the dynamics of things would have been different had they been together all year. You wouldn't have True. burned LeBron out. AD probably wouldn't have been hurt. And yep. you would have had a solid run and you wouldn't have to dig yourself out of the hole and play from bo- the bottom of the Western Conference in the playoffs. Great you point. probably would have had more favorable matchups and you probably could have won further, potentially. Right? Yep. So you know, LeBron doesn't hurt his foot. You know, that's mm-hmm. a whole di- that's a different dynamic as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like that particular aspect of it was was something, you know, was of a bit of an under, underlying story in the league. Um, also the whole Boston, uh, coaching staff change, you know, I, mm. I'll, I'll talk about that as well. Would that matter? And I really feel like it did down the stretch. I just don't think, you know, cause it's one thing about X's and O's is one thing about being able to draw up a game plan and manage the team. Right. But there, there's this, there's the little things about how you can get the best out of your players at the best moments. Yes. And I feel like Emei Odoka was that guy. And I don't think Joe Mazzula is. Mm, I, I think okay. that I think that that was the difference maker. And had honestly, truly, had Emay been with the team this year, they mm-hmm. might have been in the finals with the, with the Nuggets versus being being uh, ousted in the, in, the, in the conference finals. I think I think coaching in in just the respect level in and how you you know can reach and teach your your best players and get the most out of them and 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 get them to raise their play, you know, in 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 the right moments is is a, is a skill. Yes. I think the great great coaches can do that. I think Mike Malone is one of those guys. He gets the best out of his guys. I Call think Phil out. Jackson. I think Phil, yeah, I think Phil Jackson was a, is a guy that could do that. I feel like um certain aspects, DeAndre, not DeAndre, but Amani Williams is a guy like that. 
Um, you know, just to name a few, Eric Spolster. I think Eric Spolster is one of those guys. One. Yes. You know, so you got to be, you got that, that's a skill. And I think that separates good coaches from championship coaches. Yes. You know, so I think that was a storyline within itself. I was curious about, again, to your point, about what was going to happen with the East. You know, was the 76 ever going to make any noise? The Bucks flaming out was, whew, that was a f- shocker of all shockers. I think we all were t- taken aback by that. And I think yep. Giannis' injury kind of played in a, a bit part in that, but I also feel like there was a coaching thing too. I think yes. the fact that they they their Budenholzer would had a, a clear cut ceiling to his coaching ability was was a problem, and yes. um, that ultimately hurt them. Um, but if you had to tell me, you know that the Nuggets would be there at the end at the beginning of the season, I would I'd, I'd have had my doubts. Yes, I definitely would have my doubts. I mean, if I had to put it on paper, I said I thought the Bucks. I think we beat the Bucks and come out the East and and the West. We were we didn't know. <laughs> like it yeah. was just yeah, you know. Until until KD went to the Suns, it it, it it provided a little more clarity. But then, like you said, they they became real, real top heavy. Chris Paul getting hurt again was yep. another thing, and yep. the fact that they you know were very top heavy and they didn't have your three or four and your five guys to step up because they just weren't there yes. anymore. But ultimately, was their demise. The Luca, the Luke and Kyrie thing didn't work. No. So it's just it's a lot of changing of the guard is going to happen here in both conferences. I believe. I think that you know we're going to see we don't we don't know exactly what's going to shake out with Boston. They're in that conversation. The Bucks got a new coach. Seventy Six has got a new coach. Mm-hmm. You know that what's going to happen with the Knicks, the Nets. You know um, the Heat. Are they going to make a move to try to get stronger? Because I really feel like Jimmy needs help. I think he needs more yeah. help. Yes. More help, more help, and more consistent help to be good. Yeah. And in the West, I mean, the Kings will be back. We don't know what the Grizzlies are going to look like because we don't know when Ja will or will not be back. Well, how far he's going to get suspended. Um, yeah. You know, the Warriors, are they done? Are they not? I mean, are they going to run it back completely the way they have it? Don't know. Right. Um, the Lakers, what, what type of moves they're going to make? Are they going to try to get stronger and make one more run at it because LeBron got one more year on his contract? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a, it's, it's a lot to be... Uh, I guess you can say determined um, in the next several months how the draft shakes out and how the free agency market moves and who makes trades will ultimately kind of give us an inkling of who's going to be compete with the Nuggets. But right now, you know, we had to run up the season back the way the roster was currently constructed right now. Denver's the favorite, man. Hands down. Hands, Hands down, down. The favorite. And it shows this. You can't buy championships. No. No, no, no. Murray no. and Joker you gotta are build homegrown. It. You got to build you it. You got to build it. And you can you supplement that with added on pieces. Mm-hmm. But if your primary team is made up of bought hands for hire, mm-hmm. it's going to be a struggle. I'm glad you brought it up, too, because real quick, you have to realize that you know people understand, don't understand that in the sense where they always hang their hat on the, the teams that get constructed or, 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 to your point, bought, right? Your Phoenix right. Suns were the favorite at one point because they had KD. You know, right. um, you know they they harken back to the to the Warriors team when KD was on it. You got to realize that team was homegrown outside of having KD, and they won a title without him. So it wasn't like they were just he was just he was just an added piece to get them over the top and make them unbeatable. That was it? That right? was it? Um, and LeBron was only LeBron and D-Wade's team was the only team that truly you know were you know they kind of brought pieces in and kind of paid for the nucleus, and that didn't work out as swimmingly as they thought because they went to the final four times and only won it twice. You know, that's the apex. We're talking about prime apex, you know, you know, all-time great LeBron. It, 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 yes. it means, you know, four out of five MVPs in that stretch. 
Yes. So yeah, so you have to you have to build around it. If you add a piece here, add a piece there to kind of you know come mix and match and get, come in and out as you go through your process, that's fine. Right. You know, with right. them adding Eric Gordon, with them adding KCP in this new title run, that's fine. But your 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 core nucleus always got to be homegrown. Homegrown. Yep. There it is. All right. All right, let's take a quick break, and we're going to get into yeah. our NFL segment. We got some some definitely some interesting topics to talk about in an NFL segment. We got a new series coming up here that we're going to run through the summer that y'all should enjoy. So we're going to yes. get to that on the back end of this break. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back at you. We are back. We are back with NFL wrap up. So uh, we're going to get into the headlines first, if you can see that on the screen already. Mm -hmm. Um, Talking about uh, NFL final destinations where Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Hopkins might go. But uh, kind of a bit of, you know, breaking news here. We're doing a new segment uh, for the next few weeks called uh, NFL Top Tiers. Um, So we're going to break down uh, the top tier list of different positions Throughout the, throughout the summer, as we get into the uh, NFL season, you know, we're in the, in the offseason of both sports now. NBA is done. NFL is, you know, uh, ramping up to getting ready for training camp. So, uh, you know, we don't have any live sports to talk about. So we're going to do this is the time we can time and place that we can get in to our series and ratings and rankings of, of players. Um, so as it, as it goes forward. You know, we're going to talk about Dalvin Cook and them, but there's the schedules here. Uh, we're going to talk about the top 10 quarterbacks today. Then we're going to talk about the top five running back duos next week. And the week after that, top five wide receiver groups, top 10 tight ends, top mm-hmm. five offensive lines, top five defensive lines, top five edge duos, top five inside linebacker groups, top five cornerback groups, and top five safety groups. So we're going to bring it all down. We're going to bring it all down in short order. So it should be a good, fun series and give us, give you our, our perspective and our rankings as to who we feel like the top guy are going to be going into the 2023-2024 season mm-hmm. and why. So it's gonna be a good series. So this week we're gonna do quarterbacks, but um, but as promised, we want to get into our news and views first and foremost regarding to where they land. Talking about DeAndre Hopkins and uh then Dalvin Cook. So we got two guys that are you know walking pro bowlers. 
um, you know, in certain regards, all pro level talent that are sitting on the open market. DeAndre Hopkins un, uh, unsuspectedly was released from his contract from the Cardinals. Um, mm-hmm. Made a lot of day money in that in the regard just to move on from him. A lot of things moving and shaking and regime changes coming in and they're, you know, quote, unquote cleaning house. And I feel like that same thing happened with Dalvin Cook. We had uh, him, you know, play one season under the new coaching staff and he was ultimately released as a post-June 1 cut where they were smarter about it and waited till after June 1 so he'd be less punitive on a cap. But he's now a free agent. So you got two guys that are going to be guaranteed day one impact players on anybody's team. Um, Day one starters uh, hanging out there in free agency markets. So, you know, where do you feel like they ultimately land? Like, what team do you think they can benefit from them the most? And what do you think they ultimately land? Is it with the person offering the most money? Is the person who offers them the best chance to win a title? Who offers them? Who's best offered in a long term deal? What's what's what you feel like their their thick thought process is as far as where they want to go? Oh, so let's let's I'm gonna start with the running back position okay. first. I'm gonna start with Davin Cook. And uh, in, in, in listening and reading, I don't want him to go to running back. You. And I call it running back you because you don't know who's going to be the running back starting week from week. And that's Miami Dolphins. <laughs> okay. I figured that's what you were yeah. going with it, but go ahead. Yeah. I, and here's why. They they go through running backs. And I, I get what they're doing. Mm. But at some point, I think you're hurting yourself by bringing on more running backs in this, hey, who's next? Hey, who's next? Hey, who's next situation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the young rookie, uh, Arcane, I think his name is. Evan Arcane. Yeah, he's been making noise, right? But we clearly know he's not a every down back. He just doesn't have the stature to handle that type of workload. Uh, I could see Davin going there just because Davin's from Florida. Mm-hmm. It would be like a homecoming for him. But I just think it's the, the backfield is so... It is so full right now. I just don't think that's a good fit for him. Um, well, it's definitely not good for fantasy because you don't know who the hell are going to be running the ball week to week. You don't. Now, yeah. I will say again, they have a four by 100 team. Already. Already. Yes. You had Davin Cook, even at his age, uh-huh. Davin could go. Let's, let's be honest. He's not that old. Like He's still, yeah. I mean, he's, he's not, he's not 30. Face. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you look at him right now, he look like he's a mechanic <laughs> on this screen right here. Um, Actually, he will change a carburetor. <laughs> I got four tires for forty dollars right now, and I put them on. Right. Okay. Uh, but the teams that I see Davin uh, could be a good fit for. Here's one, and it's crazy, but I think it'd be a good fit because uh, the the player that is injured. Fits. You don't have to change your offense that much. And that's Dallas Cowboys. Oh. Uh, I I feel that with Tony Pollard still coming back from the injury, yeah. Alvin is that type of multi-dimensional threat, can catch, can run, and then you're not losing that much going from Dalvin to Tony. It's not a thunder mm-hmm. and a lightning situation. You have two bolts of lightning Anytime, and you can put both of them on the field, out the backfield, running in between the tackles, and that's scary, right? Mm-hmm. It really can help 
help um, uh, Dak. So that's the first place I think uh, is Dallas. The second place that I see for Dalvin is Buffalo. Buffalo need is is a team up with his brother. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. Uh, so I, uh, Dalvin and James put them together to cook. You know, let them cook. Mm-hmm. Pun intended. Let them mm-hmm. cook. Right. Even though they're brothers, they they their style is two different styles. Uh, both of them well, can catch at the backfield. Though. Well, I, I would I would say the only difference between them two, if you see them run the football, like is their weight. Like that yes. just a little more than James does. Yes, and that's where you know, like you said, looking at it. But again, you you now have two that can fit in a scheme that could help Josh Allen when it's time to hey Josh, there's nothing wrong with checking down, mm-hmm. and so you know having Dalvin Cook who's shown that he can catch the football. Uh, I, I don't like Buffalo weather wise because I think Dalvin is a uh, dome warm weather type of player mm-hmm. uh, you know he doesn't have that type of stature like a Marshawn Lynch thick body that can you know get you the 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 carries in the cold you know when it's four minutes left in the game and just turn around and keep handing it off to him he's mm-hmm. a home run type of threat and so a warm weather dome turf type of place would be better fit for Dalvin so those I just have those two teams really. When I look at other teams, I don't feel good about like the New York Jets. I don't feel good about Carolina Panthers. Uh I don't feel good about the New York Giants. I definitely don't feel good. Now, I would say New Orleans, depending mm-hmm. on what happens to Kamara. Yeah. With Kamara. Mm-hmm. Now, if he's going to be suspended for a while or something happens that changes his availability mm-hmm. i do think dalvin in new orleans would be a great fit but that's really based off kamara uh now when it comes to deandre this is this is difficult just because of but before the demands you, before, before you get in that right. let's, let's let's cover dalvin off and then we'll do deandre together as well okay so okay go ahead for, for me i feel like dalvin first of all i'm selfishly i wanted him to go to the Chargers. that's what i wanted that's what i want that's beautiful. I can see that. Yeah, selfishly, I want him to go to the Chargers, and I, I feel like that, uh, especially with this Eckler uncertainty. Although he's going to play his contract out, right. you know, maybe we can work something out modestly to keep him um, in house. But from my understanding, too, that he wants a long term deal. On right. you know, it's not just a one one and done, and you know, two to three four million dollar deal. This is signed for a year. Although he got, you know, plenty of guaranteed money. They got paid out when he let, got let go from the Vikings. Same thing with DeAndre. They both right. sitting on you know fifteen twenty million dollars and just. You know, so you could play for, you know, four to five million dollars and be good for the year and then re- rework a deal next year. But um, selfishly, I would love to see him go to Chargers. But staying in that division, he could also benefit from going to Denver Broncos mm. because Javante Williams is still working his way back from the ACL. Um, they don't have a viable backup outside of him. I think they signed, uh, they got P. Ryan. But I mean, let's bring right. up. If you had P. Ryan or Cook, I would take Cook as a is a early down guy. P. Ryan is yes. more of a bruiser, thumping type, you know, short yardage back. Yes. Um, so that's one place. And and if he didn't come to the Chargers, he if he wanted to go across the hall, I think the Rams is a good line landing spot for him. He may, teaming him up with Cam Akers, I think that one two punch will be formidable and get the Rams back on on track um, when they're mm. running games. So that's a that's a possible destination. Mm. Um, I do also feel like um, 
you know, because I'm st- it's still some uncertainty with although this is still a cold weather team. I think the Browns teaming him up with maybe uh, Chubb and Cook, and okay. neither one of them would it would be you know overly strained as an option. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's in play. But I, and I do like your Dallas pick. I think Dallas makes a lot of sense as well. Um, now, Grant, I mean, and of course, Miami makes sense as well, but they got a, a litany of running backs already because you got Jeff Wilson, Moster, McCain, yes. Gaston. All these guys outside of Gaston is all like sub 200 pounds and can run. <laughs> so yes. that one would be a little bit of a change of pace back for them. So it kind of it kind of makes sense. But, you know, Mike McDaniel swerving down, he don't want to talk about it. Right. You know, when right. you want to talk about it, that 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 vehemently means you thinking about it to me. Yes. So, yes. Um, but and then again, but I don't you know, everybody don't want to play here or play for him. But the Patriots make a lot of sense, too, because they just let James Robinson go. Mm-hmm. So if you team him, him and Romaja, you know, they're going to run the ball. You know, right. the Patriots gonna, one, do, one thing they're going to do is run the ball. Yes. So I think that's the landing spot, too. So we can we have to see. But um, those are my tops. Um, okay. And I, I, I had to say something about this, too, because, again, what do uh what happens with Kamara, but I do realize that they signed Jamal Williams in the offseason. Yes. Um, so they got him and they drafted Kendra Miller, who was a 220 yeah. time back. So they don't necessarily need him. Right. If you think about it. So um, maybe, maybe not, depending on what happens with Kamara. But yeah, for me, yeah, uh, the, the Cowboys make a lot of sense. The 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 um Broncos, Chargers, Rams, and um, and maybe the Browns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And hell, even the Bengals, if they, they want to team him up with Mixon, because Mixon, you know, has some injury history. So, right. Yeah. So, you know, so we'll see. But um, what do you think about Andre? So, my number one place is just because of familiarity is Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I, that, I, I do like that. I, I was on that train early as well. Yeah. I, I think that uh, he gives Watson a sense of comfortability, he yeah. gives Watson familiarity and on the other side you have uh cooper who to me looking at what he did with cd lamb and how mm-hmm. he was able to integrate and play alongside cd and with cd that he could do the same with deandre and i don't think it's going to be a button of heads of well i'm number one or you're number one i think Coop I, is at a place go ahead can i run you the list of what the receiving court would look like if he went to the browns so I know it would be Coop, Hopkins, and Juku. No, 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 no. You're missing it. You're missing it. You miss, I'm not, we ain't got, got the tight ends yet. We're going to talk okay. receivers. Okay. Mark Cooper, one. Andre Hopkins, one, one A. Elijah Moore, what they traded for from the Jets. I forgot that he was there. I was thinking about just Donovan Peoples. They drafted Cedric Tillman. They picked up Marquise Ooh. Goodwin. Ooh. And, and they still got Donovan Peoples-Jones. So you're talking about they're six deep and talented before we even get talk about no joku somebody's then, gone <laughs> somebody's gone that that's that's that that's a that's a wide receiving core for your tail Listen, right there if you, with that o-line and that running game yeah they they have the capacity if they were smart about it, they could if they got both of them if they happen to sign cook and hopkins to, to some slight money that's scary that's, that's scary offense right there that's that's real scary. scary. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 nasty. So mm-hmm. um Cleveland would be number one for me. Okay. And I know it would be a it would be tough, but I still say Kansas City is number two uh to me. Just on I don't even know I don't even know if it's my heart, make my heart happy or what, but I just think that he fits uh 
he fits in Kansas City and what they're looking to do uh, there. And then, unlike I just went too deep, unlike with Davin Cook, I only did two. I'm going to go three here. Uh, I would say Detroit. Really? Yeah. It's a dome team. Because think about like he's played for the Texans and the Cardinals. He's only played in, in for dome teams. If you think about it. You still got so you got uh Amron St. Brown. Yep. Right? But you got Williams still now uh Williams. After six is, games though. Remember he got suspended for six games. Right. But now you put him at a slot mm. position, mm. let mm. DeAndre play outside. Yeah, that's tough. Amron St. Brown play outside. With that running game in that O line. And don't forget they got CJ Hawkinson. Hey. That's a that's a formidable that's a formidable three wide receiver set. I lied. I got Sam Laporta now. They they I forgot they traded Hawkinson to the Vikings. Yeah, to the Vikings. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, that's a yeah. formidable. That's and a Mar- formidable. Marvin Jones is still there too. So let's not forget that. Yeah, yeah. With so Jameer Gibbs be, at running back. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Or and lastly, I go for lastly, of course, because they need receivers, uh, but I don't think he would want to go to them because of their defense, New York Giants. They're you know, hungry. They, they're they hungry too, for a receiver. They got too many receivers. Though. They picked up a plethora of receivers in the free agency. Because they got any of them worthy of any of them DeAndre Hopkins level. But that's the thing. I don't think Dayball wants a big time number one. I think with the guys he has, he just want to be able to make you wonder where the ball is going to go. Okay. Because you got to look at it from this perspective. He got pick a Paris Campbell. They got remember they got Darren Waller in trade. He brought Sterling right. Shepard back. Wandell yeah. Robinson is coming off injury. They got Darius Slayton. Yeah. They yep. drafted. They picked up Makai Pope. Um, I don't know if he got drafted there or he got picked up in free agency. But um, but yeah, they got they they Isaiah Rod Hodgins and Jalen Hyatt and Jameson Crowder. Oh, they do got Jalen Hyatt. Okay, never mind. Yeah, no, no, no. never mind. I'll take that back. Yes, yeah, so I think they're good. Yeah, they good. I think they're good. So yeah, the Chiefs just to me for the Chiefs makes 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 some sense. Um, although they don't probably don't feel like they necessarily need him, especially that they drafted the kid. Um, what's his name? Rasheen Rice. They drafted Rasheen yeah. Rice. Kadarius Tony's still there. Um, Sky Moore. Um, I mean, Valdez Scanning all there. So they got four solid receivers already. I mean, he would add yeah. to it. It would make them very hot, very formidable offensively. Right. Um, but I feel like this Buffalo Bills contingent might have something to do with DeAndre. You think? Like with Stephon oh, having yeah. a reissue with 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 the team and not practicing at OCAs, maybe he he's adamant about wanting to bring D Hop in and have the, another guy <laughs> on the opposite side of him, and he he's not getting it. He may not be happy. Listen, what up, Jack? Here's what the up, thing Jack? That we've seen about Stephon. Stephon is the girlfriend that wants all attention, mm. every bit of attention, and your time focus yeah. on them. That's true. Stefan does not do well based off history where he mm. feels there's at any time and moment you are un you are wavering of your commitment to him. He doesn't do well. He doesn't it doesn't sit well with him. He is one one A and one B. And if there has to be a one C, you will he will see his way out <laughs> right of your facility. <laughs> Uh, well, so that's the I thing. Do, he can't go anywhere though because he's right. his, he restructured his deal and he's untradeable right now. Yeah, he he to me he can tolerate having a number two drafted, mm-hmm. right? He can tolerate that, but if you're bringing in a receiver, 
that but is I, a former one. That yeah, ain't gonna I don't sit know. Well. I feel like he's cry. He's cry for attention is because he feel like he doesn't have enough help for Josh to be able to get him the ball. You think so? Yeah, I think. I think, I think it's th- more that he doesn't want to share. He doesn't want to share dominant primary one receiver mm. responsibilities. I mean, you could be right. You could be right. I I, I feel like it's something. There's something there. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out what the issue is because yeah. you know his contract. He he got his money. It ain't that. You know, he's one of the higher paid receivers. It ain't that, you know, so I feel like he he's trying to maximize his chances with him and Josh. And and I feel like, you know, another receiver outside of him taking the pressure off. But let's be real. Because you draw number one cornerback work every game. That's 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 tiring. Yes, it's tiring. If, but if you got to worry about somebody else on the other side of you and sometimes that cornerback, their best cornerback is going to travel with DeAndre or stay yes. on DeAndre's side because, you know, he got to be able to cover him as well. It takes some pressure off you, allow you to get free. Allow you, cause yes. if, you're a, if you're the diva that wants all the attention, get all the get all the catches and be that that productive guy. If DeAndre's getting doubled on one side, you're open one on one on the other side. Good for you. True. Because I'm sorry, let's be honest, Gabe Davis and those guys that's currently there ain't getting that done for him. Not like that, no. No, so he's drawing he's drawing Sauce Gardner and Jalen Ramsey and 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 Marshawn Lattimore and 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 uh, Marlon Humphreys every night, every game he's right. drawing those guys and they likely rolling with him for the majority of the game. Right. So if I can take some heat off with him and I can draw number two, number three cornerbacks on me in certain stretches, especially when they move me around in formation, mm-hmm. my life is easier. So it might be the mm-hmm. fact that he really wants a number another guy on the other side of him and they just refuse to pull the trigger. They got five million dollars in cap, so they can make it work. That's fair, and they don't have to pay a whole. They don't have to pay a handsome fee because uh, Arizona's eating all that cap. Right, exactly, exactly. So yeah, I think I think that might be a landing spot for him. In my opinion, I mean, I think that it could be something to talk about. I think a lot of people have set a receiver, you know, because you have to just have to marry up because he's not going to go to a team when he has a choice. He's not going to go to a team that doesn't have a decent quarterback. Right. So that that's 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 already one thing, like. Honest and truly, I really feel like I don't think the Ravens are out of the conversation either. Really? Yeah. Even with Flowers, Odell, well, they said Bateman suffered a setback with his right. foot. Right. But I mean, you got if you look at that offense, if you want to line up DeAndre Hopkins, Odell, who was again, everybody outside of DeAndre Hopkins has injury history. And and Zay, because Zay's Zay a is small. He's rookie and he's yeah. small. He's so, a slot. He's a slot. So you, if you're looking at it from that perspective, that I can guarantee that I'm gonna have a production, a productive guy on the on the field at all times, no matter despite injury. Yeah. Why not? For one year, why not just why not rent it for one year? See if it works. Fair. Got and they got eleven million dollars in cap. Fair. Okay. So you, it's my Odell, Hopkins, Bateman, Zay, Mark Andrews, and that running game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm listen. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it. And again, he has a quarterback I think he likes. You know, so it makes sense. Yep, it makes I can sense. see it. I can see yeah. it. Yeah, so I mean, also I think the Bills make sense. I think the Ravens make sense. Um, I mean, I was, and of course the Browns make sense. We already we already agreed on that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, we we talked about this. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna throw this little nugget at you. I, I'll see how you like it. How, how do you feel about him going to Indy? With 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 the with with Anthony Richardson has been showing in OTAs. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. I almost got a Woody. <laughs> <laughs> got a chubby when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> 
And, yeah, and although I'm they don't have the money, this camera off. Yeah, right. And although they, they only got a million dollars in cap right now, but the Rams make a lot of sense too. Team up with Cooper Cup. They need a receiver. Oh yeah, and yeah. that'll be and that'll yeah. give him his payback against his old team twice a year. He gonna see him twice. Yeah, yeah. See him twice uh, I like that Andy though. Him and Michael Pittman. Oh, and him with Pittman, uh, Alec Pierce. Yes. You know, them tight ends, that running yeah. game. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Sign me mm-hmm. up for that. Mm-hmm. Sign me up for that. Right but he, he would have to be impressed enough to think that Anthony Richardson can get it done from a quarterback perspective. Because you go from a Kyler Murray to a, a Anthony Richardson, and it, neither one of those guys pan out. He was like, why did I do? Why did I set myself up for this? Yeah, I think yeah. I, I think Anthony Richardson's an upgrade. Yeah. yeah, he could be. He could be. Yeah, he very well could be. So yeah, so I will we'll see how it shakes out. But again, they're they're kind of buying their time, and you know, of course, if the longer they wait, you know, the more people might get desperate, the more money they might offer. You know, especially if people get hurt. You know, you know, knock on wood, nobody does. But if they do, right? You know that that that'll that'll rush up the market for them, and then they ain't got to worry about training camp for real. You know, you get you get the time off, so yep. they ain't got to be worried. They ain't got to go to mandatory camps and things of that nature. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I think we all agree with that, Jack. Richardson's definitely going to be better over time. Best, yeah. Definitely better. He's looking better than Will Levis right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's get into this uh, this this NFL top tier series as we wrap it up here. Yep. So uh, we're going to give our top ten quarterbacks. Now, this is definitely an interesting list because we both got different takes on who we feel like is going to be the guys going into the NFL uh, twenty twenty. Three and 2024 season. Yeah. So um let's reveal it. So yeah, you know, who are the top 10 quarterbacks uh, rankings for 2023-2024? So mm-hmm. um, I think it's pretty obvious at the top who we think is gonna be the guy. I mean, Patrick Mahomes yes. until until for two prove otherwise, we both have Patrick Mahomes at one. Yeah. And ironically enough, we both have Joe Burrow at two. Yes. Now, this is where it becomes different for him and I. Now I had Josh Allen at three. He got Lamar Jackson. So, yeah. uh, briefly, give a give a give us your take on why Lamar. You feel like Lamar Jackson's the third best quarterback going into the league this year? I think all things considered, what he brings to the table, he is. Uh, when looking at what he's done with what tools he's had, mm. he's a, he's been an MVP. You give him to me comparable receivers where he doesn't feel like he has a throw to the tight end uh 80% of the time and I think he's going to become deadly we know what he mm. does with his feet which is equal to Josh Allen they're both mobile mm. but I really believe that when if you give him some receivers who are not who are able to get separation and mm. who are reliable and catching that you're you're talking about uh, different, as they say with Aaron Rodgers, you know, you don't find Lamar Jackson's just walking around. That's a different type of talent. That's true. That's true. That doesn't fall in, in trees. So that's why I went with Lamar Jackson uh, at number three. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was I was toiling with the idea of where Lamar is going to be because you know I, I did it. I did my list based upon uh, what we've seen so far. And yeah. what could it what what could be projected going forward? And then I mean, until proven otherwise, especially with this them rationing of this defense on the other side of the ball with McDermott and signing Lennon Floyd and those guys, I think Josh Allen, until proven otherwise, he's still going to be highly productive. I think I still think okay. talent wise, he's still the best going to be the best quarterback going into the league. Now, I do have some 
you know, concerning because if he has another down year this year, uh, they're going to start talking about the whole idea of whether or not he is missing Brian Dayball. Yes. You know, because Ken Dorsey is the, is the OC now. Uh, he was quarterback coach when Dayball was there. So you shouldn't have, you know, a, a complete and total overhaul of philosophy. Right. But, you know, we talk about them not running the ball. They got to get that together. Um, and then, you know, and I think that you and I pick at three might hinge on if we, one of these guys lands DeAndre Hopkins, just like we talked about. Now, yes. if Lamar lands him, clearly Lamar is going to be above jo- Josh Allen. But if Josh yep. Allen lands him, I think he's going to be above Lamar because he's going to have two dominant receivers to throw to. And they got yeah. Dawson Kincaid. You got to realize that he has Dawson Kincaid to throw to now, too, on top of Solid. Dawson Knox. So that's he got Solid. he got some weapons now. Yeah. Got some weapons now. So at four, I had Justin Herbert. You had Jalen Hurts. Yes. You know, because, you know, it's a homer pick for me. But I think that um, with the receiving court Justin has, you know, adding Quentin Johnston um, in a healthy and whole low line, you know, solid stable of running backs and three to four dominant receivers, you know, to throw to. Um, on top of Jared Cook, not Jared Cook, but um, Gerald Everett to throw to a yeah. tight end. I think Justin's going to have a really good year. You know, okay. you know Jalen is right below him in my five, but you had Jalen Hurts at four, and then you had Josh Allen at five. Yeah. So um, what do you think Jalen Hurts and Josh, we talk about Josh Allen, so what do you think Jalen Hurts is going to be at this year for for your, uh, from a production perspective? Do you think it's going to be even better year? Do you think he has a chance to win MVP? Uh... I do think he has a chance to win MVP, but I think it's not because of gaudy numbers. I think it's going to be because of efficiency okay. and what it looks like on the field, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to put him 20 to 24 uh, completed, you know, 20, 20 for 28, 24 for 30, 24 for 31, mm-hmm. you know, 280 passing yards, 60 rushing, right? Three touchdowns, maybe four touchdowns total, three passing, one rushing, two passing, two rushing, and just high level of efficiency. And they haven't lost anything. They've That's only they, they've, they've gained. reloaded. They gained. On both sides of the ball, <laughs> they definitely yes. reloaded, yeah. Yes, and we saw the connection between him, Smith, uh, him, Smith, Brown, and mm. the tight end. And yeah. so you got that coming right back. And so mm. he's a, yeah. another year in a consistent offense. You know, I think this was the first time that he had he had the same coordinator more than once, you know, mm. that he had to learn under. Now, question is going to be how much did the coach impact uh, the offensive coordinator impact. That's Josh. a change. That is a change. I mean, Jalen and understanding how to leverage what Jalen did well mm-hmm. um, and play calling. So right. is that going to make him regress? But right now going into it, um, knowing who his head coach is, I believe that this is going to be a great year for Jalen with another year under the belt. Yeah, I think our three and four picks are very interesting because I think that Again, if DeAndre Hopkins goes to either one of those teams, that that swings the pendulum in either one of our favors. And I think yes. four and five, I think they both with Justin Herbert getting a new office coordinator in, in Kellen Moore. And I think that you know, Jalen Lewis and his office coordinator have a new office coordinator as well. Right. He might have to monitor the situation who has a better season, honestly. Yep. True. You know, because I, I think they both want to be really productive. They have both have the ability to make the Pro Bowl compete for the MVP. But it's just mm-hmm. a question of, you know, based upon the weapons they have, they both got a plethora of weapons and they both got a really good office of mind to coach. 
yes. is definitely, you know, going to, you know, tell the tale as far as well how productive they are. It's, not, it's, it's one of those things, assuming they're healthy, it's not, a, it's not a situation whether or not they're going to be productive, it's how much. True. You know, we'll get 4,000 yards and 40 touchdowns, you know, 35 touchdowns, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. be a good question. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, like I said, I got Jalen Hurts at five, you got Josh Allen at five, and then I had Aaron Rodgers at six, you put Justin Herbert at six. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, it's just it's hard for me to, you know, to, because he has offense coordinator, because he had all those weapons in New York and that defense is solid. It's hard for me to to, to put Aaron Rodgers in below, lower than six because, I mean, the, I mean, he, we we just talk a regular season. We're not talking playoffs. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to be highly productive, you know. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, it was, again, like so you had Justin Herbert at six, you had, but yet Aaron Rodgers at seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so you feel like Justin Herbert's going to have a better season than Aaron Rodgers is, according to your list. Yes, and I really don't like Aaron Rodgers, but his talent, <laughs> his talent, you can't overlook. I, I, I'm exhausted I'm, of him too, but I yeah. mean, he's talented, talented. He can still throw the football. And listen, uh, you know how crazy it would have been if he wouldn't have been in the top ten. I'm, I'm not that. I'm, I'm smart that enough petty. to know that I'm not that petty. <laughs> right. There's no argument that can justify that especially because of longevity and him doing statistically at a high level but i do think again this is a this is an efficiency push for me justin has been with his receivers and i know aaron's you know saying all the things and he's waking up and remembering why he's done it and it's so much fun and every day he's seeing listen i don't care about any of that it really bothers me even hearing him say that. But again, something about your like, face. <laughs> it's something about your face. You every I see your face and it's just made for my fist. Right. But I, I give credit again to Justin because he's been in this system. He he's he knows how to dance with these receivers. And mm-hmm. so I give him that credit. And we've seen him constantly take a step forward every year from his rookie year to now. And I think it's just gonna keep going. Okay. Up from there, I respect it. Like I, said, I had him much higher on my list. I think he's the fourth best one in the league right now. You know, according yeah. to my list. But um, yeah. But yeah. So like, so you got Aaron Rodgers at seven. I got Lamar. I got Lamar at seven. I, okay. I think just just sheer, sheer numbers and yeah, because I it's I had Lamar. I had Lamar this low for this particular perspective. The injury yeah. history is a receiver is one. Okay. And two, we don't know exactly what the new coordinator is going to be like. Like he's still yeah. he's learning a whole new offense, so yeah. it might start slow. You know, yeah. he might he might light it up at the end of the season, but he might start slow. So it's the only reason I put Lamar that low, you know. And I think they're going to try to u- utilize him in, in throwing the football more so than, you know, being a, a run-style RPO type of power-running offense. So I think he's going to okay. lean towards more than passing the ball, but it's going to take time to build that chemistry. Okay. So I think that's why I put Lamar as low as I put him. Okay. So interesting thing that we have at eight, that I got Trevor Lawrence, you got Russell Wilson. Yeah. And it's kind of like we flip flop because you got him at nine, I got him and I got Russell Wilson at nine. Yeah. Now, um, what? Uh, so, what's your logic about putting Russell Wilson over Trevor Lawrence in this conversation? Uh, one because of his time in the league, and two, seeing what has happened with a quarterback of that stature under Sean Payton, and I think. Uh, Sean understands how to get the most out of a quarterback, mm-hmm. um, especially a quarterback of a, a stature that is not the typical six foot three, six foot four type. Uh, we've seen what he did with Drew Brees, and I think now Russell Wilson going through the, hey, I'm the best thing since I'm the butter, 
to mm. the toast, right? Okay. I'm that. Now he's been humbled a little bit. One thing that we've known about Russell is he has a tremendous work ethic. Can't take that away from him. Mm -hmm. uh, he does care to me about the game of football. Right. And now with another year with these receivers, I think that's going to be a benefit. And I'm giving, I'm giving the push to the fact of Sean Payton being there and Russell Wilson being a, a Super Bowl quarterback. That's the only reason. I think if this is if we do this again, Trevor Lawrence would definitely be over Russell Wilson. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I have him there now. I want to see how him and Ridley. I, I just listen. And you, you stole what I was going to say because listen. you got to realize that he got Calvin Ridley. What he did last year on Doug Peterson, he got a year under his belt with Peterson, and you added Calvin Ridley to the mix. You brought back Evan Ingram. You got a plethora of receivers, Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Evan Ingram. I mean, we could just go on and on about the depth of this team. Zay Jones. Zay Jones. They Right. Right. So I definitely believe that Trevor Lawrence is going to take a leap this year. And I feel like, you know, they're right, going to be right there for the picking as far as winning the division is concerned. Because, again, like, you know, we can split hairs on who has a great, great offensive mind, but Doug Peters is no slouch from an offensive perspective. Not at all. Not at no. all. So I think that he'll be right up there. And understanding that he has a – he's brought, he's bringing his team back, and they got a year under their belt together. You know, Sean Payton's just that him and Russell Wilson's first time out. Yeah, so that's that would yeah. that would that would put swing the pendulum for me is the experience mm. between the two. Um, okay. you, like you're just adding another dominant Pro Bowl like piece in Calvin Ridley. You Bro, know, that, so that's gonna be scary. Yeah, so again, that's why I Russell Wilson Christian at nine. Kurtz, he made Christian's Kirk contract seem okay. It is right. A lot People of us like, said that they overpaid. Right, but they clearly they didn't according to what his production looked like. Look like Hell so, yeah. No. Yeah, so you mean just the weapons, the defense they're building over there? I think they're definitely going to be formidable, and I would argue that it might be their division to lose. Uh, you wouldn't be too out of bounds saying that. Okay. So yeah, like I said, I put Russell Wilson a nine because he has Sharp Payton, and 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 I kind of give me a little bit of pause because of his relationship with the players, right. because they, right. you know a lot of people are reporting that he alienated a lot of players with his stuff last year. Yeah, and can Sean fix all that? Is the question. And he fixed all that. If he can, he'd be right there being Russell Wilson that we know and love, right? Right. Um, so that's the only question for me. But I think talent level is unmatched, and Sean Payton's all-time great play caller. So I think that yes. they they should be able to figure it out in some facet, you know. Right, right. Um, and for me, I got Justin Fields at 10. You got Jared Goff. Now, they're both yep. AFC North, you know, counterparts. Yep. So um, now for me, I think the only thing that was missing for Justin Fields production level and his ability to win football games is talent. Yeah. You know, they, they went out and they, you know, went hard in the paint on getting him talent, receiving. He's got a tight end running game. They, they started to patch up that O-line finally. I think that he, you know, although he got a defensive minded head coach, I think this might be his year. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I feel like it's the make or break year for him. I think that he would be smart because again, he does have a defensive minded head coach. He will be smart because I'm not, I got a question about who the o OC is. He will be smart if they don't maximize his ability to throw the football this year. He should look to go elsewhere, not just for, not just for them to wait for him to move him. He might look at it like I need somewhere else that's going to be able to maximize my potential. Because mm. I don't think the issue is him. I think it's, it's who he has around him, who he has called in place. Yep. Yep. So now for your Jared Goff argument, please tell me exactly how you feel about Jared Goff's production as he rounds out your top ten. Oh man, when I look at last year what he did in the season, right? The, com the, the chemistry that he had, he had,
as with uh, St. Brown. Um, mm-hmm. Again, Will Jameson is is going to come back after six games. Right. The tight end is a strong tight end, even though that's going to be a rookie situation. Mm-hmm. They still have a uh, – I, I can't remember. I can't think of the, the one wide receiver, but he was actually more dominant at first until uh, – Or Marvin I'm, Jones? No, not Marvin Jones. It was the little shorter receiver and Marvin Jones, right? And seeing what they they did, um, what Dan Campbell did, and and the yards that Golf put up last year. I mean, let's not get it twisted. He oh yeah, he, he was up there. He he was throwing he was throwing that tater around, and they win a lot of three and four receiver sets. So now you're giving him uh, again. Outside of the tight end, who's the quarterback's next best friend? A running back out the backfield that can and catch. Jameer Gibbs. Yeah. Who I did not know went to Georgia Tech. He did before, before he went to Alabama? Alabama. Really? Yes. He did? I did not know that. Yes. And I know yes. that. Fun fact. Fun fact of the Fun day. Fact. Went to Georgia Tech and was a dog and then transferred to Alabama, Alabama and became a first round pick. How about Isn't that? Isn't that crazy? So you know he ain't dumb. He was no. at Georgia Tech. There you go. Yeah, so that's yeah, the only I mean, reason. Yeah, I really I, did want to go with Justin, mm-hmm. uh, but again, it fell into what kind of what you said, new OC, defensive-minded head coach, mm-hmm. uh, still getting used to the new pieces that he's going to have. That's the only reason I didn't – I really wanted to move Justin into the the 10th spot, mm-hmm. but Jared Goff, Jared Goff played to my safe nature. He's a safe pick for me. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. I get that. And again, Andrew Gibbs is not is not nothing to sneeze at. But again, that whole Jameson Williamson, you know, suspension kind of loomed around why I think that because you know if Justin's gonna have six games where he's not gonna have his you know speedy slot receiver, right. it's all it's all, right. all it's all hinge on what Amron does and how good Sal Porter is gonna be out the box. You right. know, you know. So I think that that's gonna be you know, and I feel like you know, it's a, I want to say it's a push, but again, you, you got a defensive minded head coach with the weapons he has on defense, he's trying to build. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think that it would be interesting to see when they, when they line up against each other who has a better game. Um, mm-hmm. Because it, it could go either way. You know, honestly, it could True. go either way. But, um, but yeah, I think from a dynamic athletic perspective and just overall pure quarterback play, Justin Fields, he's a nod for me. But Jared Goff okay. is definitely right up there. Okay. Right. Good points. I can see I can see your side of the discussion. Yeah, yours as well. Like I said, I think that they they already made the run and go, and I think they had a kind of a interesting draft and not a customary draft, but I think they filled a lot of needs that they had to address um, in the draft that they uh, that the Detroit did, and they checked off a lot of boxes. Right. Okay. All right. So, like I said, this this series is going to go on for a few weeks. We got, like I said, we're going to give uh, our breakdowns on who we feel like, um, you know. Running backs, we're going to do them next week, and wide receivers, tight ends, and so forth and so on. So we're going to get through this entirety of this series on the back end of the show each week to let you know how we feel about who's going to be that guy uh, in 2023 and 2024. So um, it's a little bit of fantasy tidbits in there too, if you kind of you got listening. So a little something we can, little nuggets we drop here and there for you. But yeah, yeah. so we're going to so we're going to try to do this each and every week. Um, like I said, running backs next week, and we'll move on from there. And so that's the schedule. Yep. So, uh, yeah, man, that's going to wrap it up for us this week, man. Great show. Another week back in the fold. We're back in the business, back on normal schedule. So, um, you know, like I said, next week we're going to do running backs. We're going to, uh, you know, you know, do some more NBA and NFL news as it comes up. We'll talk about OTAs and how we feel about the season coming into uh, 2023 and see how things shake out. But um, 
but yeah, we'll be back next week as always, Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. I like, I was subscribed if you like what you heard and saw this week. And we'll be back next week to give you more news and views of the from the Misfits of the Airways. So, the meantime, between time, appreciate everybody coming through in the chat, holding us down throughout this duration. Jack, especially, um, appreciate you coming through. And uh, we'll uh, be back next week to, uh, to give you all more and more content as we break down the news and views of the NBA and NFL. That's Coach Kurt. I'm Coach Stevenson. Until next week, we'll see you when we see you. Step up and lock it down. <laughs>